party started. It's the Crash and Mars Show. Join the conversation. Crash. Yeah, and I love raisins. Yeah, you do love raisins. Yeah, there's always a reason for raisin. God. Oh, my God. Mars. A bite from the Brazilian wandering spider can cause long-lasting, painful erections in men. <laughs> oh, my God. Change. We were going to take uh, the kids down to the rodeo this year. Uh, Rach saw one drone shot of that family-free day, and she's like, no, we're not going to <laughs> Producer Haley. If a bird landed on your head, would you die? I think I would literally come unhinged. And, and you, the Nell family. Did you, at any point throughout your career, did you get sprayed in the face? Crash, my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's showtime. The Crash and Mars Show. The Crash and Mars Show. Right now. Now. Hey there. 601. How is everyone? Good. Yeah. Oh, I'm all right. Great. We all made yeah, it in. We're yeah. in. Yeah. yeah. Made it in. A little breezy out there, but hey, she toasty warm. Nice. Yeah. It is gorgeous. Um, yeah. all of my weather, um, like uh, stories and maps. Oh, why did you round up all? What, what do you mean all my weather stories and maps? So I went on That's like a, I went on like a deep dive weather thing I don't know because. If you need to. And uh, you, gang, you guys better enjoy this while you can. Oh God, why? Mm. Why would you do this? Because it's gonna, it's gonna flip. Tables are gonna turn. Oh, and it's gonna turn fast and hard. Haley, you gotta take her out and do that tea run. <sighs> that way, she's here. not focusing on finding this terrible weather. <gasps> I, my, I don't know what to tell you. It's too early. <laughs> yeah, I put my glasses on yesterday, and I got to work. Oh, <laughs> what do you Google? Like worst weather possible? Yeah, worst oh. outcomes. Worst for the outcomes city of possible, <laughs> and then just see what comes up. No, honest, honest to God, guys, uh-huh. it's not looking good. Oh no! Mm. Right when Ginge gets back, so hey. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, right when they get back. <laughs> that's yeah. true. They yeah. missed all that nice weather. God, mm. that sucks. <laughs> it's a little funny. <laughs> it is so funny. It is good. It's it is so good. funny. Oh, yeah. Uh, yesterday, I'm starting a, a new thing, Haley. Mm. Uh, the year of decluttering and throwing everything out. Oh. I, I'm starting with our spice rack. <laughs> good for you, buddy. Or, let me rephrase that. It's not a spice rack. Uh, when we uh, redid the kitchen, we're like, oh, we have this drawer. And then this is where the spices are going to live. It it turned into the world's biggest dumping ground of spices. Yeah. And then we, when we're out shopping, we're like, oh, we're making this tonight. Do we have this spice? And you buy another one. So there's like five of each spice. Mm-hmm. There, I did these little jars and labeled them, but they're yeah. just piled in a in a box. Oh. It doesn't look good. It's a hodgepodge of everything. Yeah. And so I bought some jars, some smaller jars. I got some trays coming on Amazon to lay the spices out. Nice. Oh, she's gonna look good. I Ooh. hated that spice drawer. It's the worst. It's the worst. <laughs> I, it's so disorganized, and it's just like yeah. another junk drawer. And oh man. And the good thing is, uh, the kitchen cabinets are IKEA cabinets, so you can buy all those attachments and mm-hmm. stuff that fit in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I did that. Bought the shelving over the weekend or the drawers over the weekend. So put that in last night. They look good. Work in progress. That's awesome. Yeah, we'll get her done. They look Uh, good. I got that to do. (laughs) Then I got a closet to do. Then I got another closet to do. Wow. I got a storage. I got a furnace room to do. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I got another spare room to do. Oh, you're going to be busy. I got a shed to do. Yeah. Oh, my God. You got a lot to do. Uh, Oh, buddy. Get rid of it all. Get rid of it all. You've got a year to do it. It's all on Marketplace. That's right. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. How's your basement looking, Haley? It's almost done. Oh, you, yeah? Yeah. Sweet. We, uh, we brought those uh, shelving units down. Right. I've got twinkle lights hung up. Mm. All we need to do Gotta now. Gotta have the twinkle lights. Yeah. All we need to do now is uh, I ordered the wrong shelves for 
um, we're going to do like a projector and a projector screen. Oh, damn. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. The shelves I ordered are too narrow. Oh. So I'm going to put them somewhere else for plants and I just need to order wider shelves. Uh, yeah. The floating shelves? Yeah. 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 That's but, fun. A projector in the basement? Yeah. We're going to get it set up so that we can like hook up the switch yep. and um, another like Apple TV down there so oh, that yeah. can kind of be like our movie games room. Play some uh, Mario Kart? Mm-hmm. Damn. Are you getting like a big screen down there? Oh, we already have the big projector screen. Oh, do you? Yeah. Sweet. We just oh. have to hang it. <laughs> Has the, I don't know what kind of projector you have. Oh, it's an old one. Oh. Oh, it's not like one of those nice new high yeah. definition TVs. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I was going to ask the quality on it because like I feel like there's still a big push on like get, get projectors in your house yeah. but I don't know it's got to be like pitch black in the room for it to be good yeah our basement is perfect for it yeah it's pitch black it's got like teeny little those little like half windows yeah the ones yeah. that are like barely windows yeah not so, quite egress <laughs> not quite or you can still fit through them in an emergency mm-hmm. but <laughs> it'd be a tight squeeze yeah um so we just have those little windows down there so we can get it fairly dark mm. so it'd be perfect for projector screen and the quality itself is it we're like, gonna find out. Oh, guys <laughs> have if you like. I'm legit curious too. Because some people put them in like their main rooms yeah, now, and I'm like, yeah. eh, I don't know about that. If you guys have a projector that that's what you use to watch TV at home, mm-hmm. is it as clear as a television? Oh, I don't know. Probably not. Because there's no way. Some right? say they are. It's like oh, 4K, 8K quality, but. The light. Yeah. There's no possible way that it can blast out such a clear picture with a with light coming in the room. Yeah. Right? I'm not sure. Yeah. Does anyone have a projector at home that they use in a room that has light? I'm, I'm Googling it right now. Is the this problem is, is I want to hear like, I want to hear firsthand experience. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Is this why we don't have like the hologram TVs yet? Because in a, a room with light, it's not right. really going to work. Because mm. I think about the projector upstairs for our staff meetings. Yeah. Terrible. At the quality on that, we can barely see it. Yeah, it's muddy. It's crooked. Yeah. Well, it's crooked just because it needs to be remounted. <laughs> but it's not clear. No, not at all. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's not clear. Know. We'll see. If the one we uh, have doesn't work, then we can get a nicer one. But Ooh. we got it for free. So. Oh, oh yeah. that's nice. So, I mean, like, beggars can't be choosers. Right. That's true. Is it like a 4K one, do you know, Haley? Or I is it? no idea. Does okay. it have an HDMI input? I think so. Okay, oh, so it's a newer one. <laughs> I have no idea, though. I haven't looked at it in a while. Hayden just brought it home one day. And he's like, look at this. Oh. I'm like, oh, well, all right, then. <laughs> Came with the screen. <laughs> oh, did it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whole kit and caboodle. Oh, someone ripped it out just because gotta, they didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> just got to set it up. So I think it'll be totally fine in your basement. Yeah, I'm thinking for like gaming and stuff and for what we want to use it for. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And if you uh, blazed a couple, too, like it doesn't matter the quality. Your eyes are too dry to see. <laughs> That's because yeah, I can't see. I would need it. Like I need it super crisp. Yeah, you need really crisp. Uh-huh. So, like I can't see. Haley's just seeing like moving blobs on the screen. She's yeah. like, I'm winning. Just lean into it. Put sunglasses on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so some reviews are coming in from our projector pals. Okay, mm. all right. Uh, this text here says, I've got a projector, really high quality picture. The only issue is, though, the room has to be very dark. Yeah, yeah. right? In yeah. order for the picture to be that crisp. Oh, that's fine. Mm. I don't have an issue with darkness. Another one here says, I have a mid-range projector in my basement. I watch TV on it, but the picture isn't perfect. The that's TV okay. upstairs is better. My projector is 4K. Hmm. Does anyone have one of those? I've uh, I've seen them on like TikTok and stuff. The projectors that you have for your bedroom that uh, puts the TV on the ceiling I've for when seen you go to sleep, too. and it's like crystal clear. Yeah, yeah I've seen cool. those. It looks as well. like it's crystal clear, anyways, on TikTok. Yeah, they do look crystal clear. 
Oh, I'm trying to get rid of screens at night. The last thing I need is a screen right above my face. Well, you can have one right in front of you, and yeah. then when you lay down, it's on the ceiling. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't need that. <laughs> the ceilings are uh, usually flat, so it works as yeah. a projection screen. Even on the popcorn. Uh, it'll be textured. Yeah, it'll be textured. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a great idea in theory. I had a one of those clocks that projected the uh, the time on the roof when I was oh, a kid. Oh yeah, and I couldn't see it at night because I didn't have my glasses on while I was sleeping. So it was just a, gl- a blur glow I'm on like, the ceiling. Oh, I had to squint and figure out what time it was. Oh, what a drag! <laughs> <laughs> so it's great in theory. Yeah, it's great in theory. Uh, yeah, Jim says projector's awesome. It's all a watch. 110 inches of awesome. That's nice. Mm. Mm-hmm. I guess it all depends a on the projector. And also, it's not going to look like a TV. Period. You'll never get. You'll never get. You'll it. never achieve. Yeah, people love them, but you'll never. Like everyone a crystal says, clear yeah. LED TV. Yeah, everyone says it's it's not as good as the TV. I'm curious though. I'm curious too. Because mm-hmm. the only ones that I've ever seen are a the one upstairs in the boardroom. Yeah. And uh, the ones that are on display at Best Buy, but that's it. Because yeah. I would do projector outside, but oh, it's summertime, it's like 1130 at night by the time you can get like nice darkness. Oh, and I'm so tired. I'm like, I'm not. Well, yeah, 1030, Mars is long gone like, I gotta go. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm watching Netflix out there by myself. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Like Mars, Car Masters is on. I'm like, I'm so Midnight. tired. <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't want to be eaten alive by mosquitoes and yeah. be... I'm tired. Because even throwing the TV out there to watch hockey games, right? Yeah, that's it, that's all right. That's fine because, uh, but it's still in the light. Like it's still a little tough. Yeah, it's it is still tough. Mm-hmm. And that's with a full TV. Oh, big time! Yeah. Someone said uh, short throw laser projectors are as clear as television, but they are incredibly expensive. Shh. I've never even heard of that. Oh my god! Crash is googling it. I can get you in yep. a BenQ short throw oh, that projector. BenQ's a good one. BenQ, you gotta yeah, you get got, BenQ. You got, you, you got to. What do you think the price of BenQ is? Four grand. You think it's four? I think it's thirty nine ninety nine. I can get you in the BenQ yep. for sixty five sixty five. Oh my 88. god! Holy sixty five hundred dollars. Yeah. Whoo, man. Oof, that's a little too much for me. Uh, 4K triple laser, UST projector 2800 with ANSI lumens. Yeah, I love those ANSI lumens. $4,000. Oh, God. Dang. Oh. That's, that's a little expensive. Mm-hmm. I've seen a couple YouTubers use this one. The, uh, the Nebula. Oh, okay. It looks like a uh, the old Amazon smart speaker, the tower, yeah. Yeah. and then it casts a crystal clear picture. Oh, that's kind of cool. But it's a G on Amazon. Oof, oh. Also, does it? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah does I don't it? Know. Oh, I, I doubt I it. Spend that kind of cash? Yeah, I don't right? know. Like, I, what a gamble! Oh, and it's wild because well, maybe it's not wild because you know it's going to work. But like, we'll spend like a thousand or two thousand on a TV because yeah, we're like, true. yeah, it's going to be good quality. Yeah. But like these, it's like, oh, what a gamble! Yeah, yeah it's a gamble. Mm-hmm. Sha- uh, the Sean. Mr. Windermere at 5679 says quality of the screen makes a huge difference. My buddy spent $10,000 on the screen for his theater room. Oh, just the screen? Just the screen. A a little white paint doesn't do do the trick? I don't know. No, it's the screen. Quality of the screen. Really? Huh. What about a bed sheet? <laughs> no, I don't think you can do a bed a sheet. A tight bungee corded bed sheet. Yeah, that's, that's an easy solution. Right? And it looks good. This this text here says <laughs> laser projectors are cool until you realize you can't change the bulb. So after it's burnt out, oh, um, that's okay. Oh, really? 
No, what, right? This BenQ, what is it? Can I change the bulb in a BenQ? No, not in a laser projector. Oh, yeah, laser projector. Mm. Oh. Ooh, this text here, 5679, says, guys, I'm a projector guy. Oh, okay. DLP is what they have in theaters, but they have to be in dark, dark rooms. They produce more colors and size, but it's the contrast ratio in which the true blacks versus the Loomis, which is oh. the true whites, but the color spectrum is huge compared to any other TV. Woo! I don't even know. Um... I'm going to say, uh, when we went to the theater, uh, not last weekend, weekend before, yep. um, I wasn't impressed with the picture. Oh. When we were watching the Iron Claw. Um, yeah, the picture was not good. I think your bar might be set too high. I just wanted it a little more vibrant. It seemed muddy, no? I think that was the point, because it was set in the 70s, so they were uh, going for... No, but even the trailers were muddy. They were... Well... Well, we missed them, though. No, we? there was a tail end of stuff yeah. there. Yeah, and it was that was muddy. I'm like, oh, maybe the picture will be better. Mm-hmm. No, I think it was... And I a- found the sound was not good either. I, you know what? It could have been turned up. Yeah, turn it up. Right? It turn could it have been turned up. Turn it up and give me a little more bass. I'm Agreed. like, is this a theater or what? I agree. I'm at the theater <laughs> and I want to feel the theater. You thought it was too quiet? Yeah, I did too. I thought that the volume could have been cranked a bit. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, really it, did. Yeah. It was huh. uh, it was not good. You know when they when you want to go to the movies and they do that beginning the that drool. Drool, yeah. that sound of it. I want to feel that in my chest. Yeah, I want my chest to rattle. Yeah, like when a truck drives by, yeah. I should feel it. Yeah, and I didn't get that. No, and it's, then during the film, it sounded I thought like it was, something was turned off. Yeah, oh, I you know agree. at home when uh, you uh, you like if you got a sound bar and a sub, and then your sub accidentally gets unplugged. That's what yeah. it sounded like. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> And I Thank think, God it wasn't like an action-packed movie. And you know what? I would have been pissed. Now when I think about the quality, I felt that way about Barbie, too. Really? Yeah, Barbie could have been pumping. Barbie could have been sharper. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah, Barbie should have been sharp. Is that just you and me? I don't know. Did you guys go to the same place to watch No, two different movies? theaters. Two different places. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they're turning them down. Maybe. Why? Did you guys go during a matinee or was it in the evening? So wow. uh, the, we saw Iron Claw. <laughs> was it during the day? Okay. It was. Iron Claw was when, during the when, day. It was 11.45. When all the kids and seniors are there. Yeah, yes, it was 11.45 in the morning. Actually. Was, we were one of five people in the theater. I'll tell you what. <laughs> it's the best it time to go because there is nobody in there but us. Yeah. Oh, it, was, it was actually great. Yeah. So we saw Iron Claw during the day. Barbie, we went at night. Right, we did. Oh. Yeah, that was a packed one. Hmm. I don't Wait. know what to tell you then. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Oh, this text here. Oh, some insight. Some okay. insight. All right, all right. Says, hey guys, I work at the theater. Yeah. And probably what happened, if you guys felt the sound wasn't working or it sounded muddy, yeah. was that one of the speakers is either broken. Oh, God. Or they turned it down because somebody complained about how loud it was. Oh, oh. really? <laughs> As for the picture, it just kind of sounds like maybe the lens needed to be cleaned or the balcony needed to be replaced, which I'm guessing is... <laughs> Replace the balcony. Gut job! That's probably something on the... Like with the cameras? With the, with the projector. Huh. Mm. Yeah, they, it could have been way louder. Iron Claw, I had a hard time hearing it. Nowadays, do they got the uh, projector boys and girls up there? I think so. Or is it just a computer? I dated a projector guy for a while when it was like you put the big reels on it. And when it was cool. <laughs> was it? Was, did he woo you with his reels? It was kind of a cool job. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. It's it was the OG like, reels. <laughs> yeah, it was. But you, you would get the, the films would come in those big ass canisters. Yeah. With the films. And sometimes if the film was like super long, like if it was over three hours, mm-hmm. it would come in two pieces. So like two big canisters. Yeah, yeah. So as like the projector 
which the projectionist. Like, the projectionist who was like 19 turning 20 years yeah, old. Yeah. Tell people you dated a projectionist. I did. <laughs> I did. Uh, it was your job to sit there uh-huh. and basically like you would have loved it because you had to time it up oh. so that the people in the theater didn't see the glitch. Oh, it's just a quick blip. Not even. No. Well, if damn. you were good, if you were oh, a good okay. projectionist. Cut and splice. So, it, yeah, so as the like the first big canister of film was winding down and you had to show like the last half of Titanic yeah, yeah. or whatever it is, you would have to have the other one like getting ready to go. Oh, damn. And then as you see the final frame, yeah. then boom, you got to fire up the other one. It was awesome. It's like the ultimate mix. Yeah, it's the, it was yeah. the ultimate <laughs> Like, like, step aside, Diplo. Uh-huh. Try being a projectionist. Oh, my God. Wow. Right? Yeah. Nice try, Tiesto. <laughs> <laughs> Was the projectionist too busy to get his freak on up there? No, never. He, oh, God. He took his job too serious. Think about think about a projectionist. Uh, my, they didn't I, get a lot of freak ons up there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if I was a projectionist, the film would run and it'd be like, <laughs> yeah. I would be in the back corner. <laughs> yeah. This text here says, I don't have your guys' problem. I've seen quite a few movies in the theater. Oh, okay. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. I thought Iron Claw, I thought the reason why it looked muddy was, was because of the era. Was because of the style that the director chose to shoot it in. Hmm. Because it was, it was a shot in the 70s. Yeah, yeah. And if you noticed, there was like kind of like that common color theme oh sure throughout yeah. the entire film mm-hmm. i don't know but i'm with you a little disappointed on yeah, the volume the sound weak could have been a little sharper speaking of projections but mm. yeah and if you got a projector at home that works awesome but uh yeah no thanks yeah <laughs> good luck know, with yours Haley. do you not go to matinees Haley? not really oh. why because then i'd have to go by myself Oh, because Hayden's not done work till like yeah. five a, but sat- there, a saturday matinee is there a movie that hayden doesn't want to see that you want to see um I don't think so. Yeah, just sit in a theater with your thoughts. I no. <laughs> oh God! I'd go to a movie by Sounds myself. Sounds like therapy. Oh yeah, I would do it yeah, by myself. I would do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if there's something I was sitting there watching TV yeah. and eating popcorn. Yeah. Plus, the uh, theater in Spruce Grove doesn't open till like four or five, anyways. Oh, they don't have matinees. Oh. Lame. You think they would? You yeah. got some olds out there. We do have some olds out there, but I think it's run mostly by students, oh. so they don't open till they're out of school. What? Haley, tell him you want to be a projectionist. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I'm all set with like, you know, getting up at 4.30 and doing this. Oh, yes. okay. Are you sure? <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm good. It sounds like a lucrative career. I don't think I need another job. Yeah. I don't want another job. I hear, I hear you. Mm. This text here, 5679, says, Guys, we went to Iron Claw just after Christmas at Windermere. And we had the same thing. Sound was too quiet. My sister even went and said, Can you guys turn it up? And oh, they never okay. did. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was just yeah. it was just a hit. pump it up. Yeah, it needed to be pumped up. Yeah, pump it up and turn the bass on. I agree. Mm-hmm. Pump it up, get that bass on. Yeah. Anyways, I want to feel Zac Efron's heart pumping. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> Who doesn't? Right? Come on, get it, Zach. Weak, weak. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Uh, do some news here. Six nineteen. Uh, it's warmer than yesterday today. Good. Uh, it's going to be thirteen. Things are clearing up. Uh, it might be a little windy though, gusting to forty throughout the day. Six tomorrow. Eight Thursday. Six Friday. It's still holding. There you go. Uh, traffic wise, things look good. I don't have a. Uh, sorry, I'm just checking my traffic here. I don't have anything to tell you about this morning. It's nice and clear. If you do happen to see something, though, definitely give us a shout. Uh, 780-489-4669 is the number to call. You can text us if you like as well at 567-89. Uh, let's get to the news. It is Tuesday, January the 30th. I'm just going to change up my top story here because I just saw this. Mm. Um. 
Toyota? Wait, wait a second. What is this? Toyota has just warned 7,300 Canadians to stop driving their vehicles immediately. Uh, oh. Like, this isn't a recall. <laughs> this is a do not drive advisory. And I don't know if I've ever seen this. Do not drive, like, every Toyota? <laughs> no, no, it's not every Toyota. Uh, the Japanese automaker said that the do not drive advisory covers the 2003 to 2004 models uh, Corolla, Corolla Matrix, the RAV4s, and anything that might have the Takata airbag inflator. Oh, my God. And this is like, stop driving it. Like, don't drive it. Oh. This isn't like it's a recall and then get it in when you can get it in. This is a do not drive this vehicle. Damn. The stop oh, driving good. notice was sent out to owners of vehicles who have not, after many communications attempt, not had the procedure done on their vehicle. Hmm. So in other words, there was a recall Ooh. and everyone ignored it. <laughs> <laughs> they look uh, at their numbers and they're like, hmm, no one came into the shop. No one came into the shop. Yeah. I still have to go get my vehicle done. Yeah, for, for the, what? The recall that the Kia had, apparently yeah. it can burst into flames. Oh Wasn't my that like God. two years ago, Hills? No, that was like... Earlier in 2023, I, like, just got the recall notice in the mail last week. Oh. Yeah. Like, again, as a reminder, or? No, because I was, like, checking the Kia website with my VIN number to see if I was getting recalled. Yeah. And it wasn't popping up, wasn't popping up. And I'm like, okay, must not be my vehicle. And then I got a thing in the mail. I checked again, and I've got, like, two recalls on my car I need to go get fixed. Oh, damn. Oh, no. I can't park it in my garage. Because if it bursts into flames, guess what's not going to cover it? <gasps> Insurance. Oh, right. Well, because guess what's going to burn down? It's going to burn my house to the ground. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so. that sucks. Yeah. Yeah, when I first got my Ram, I had a whole string of uh, recalls. I basically banked them until I had like three. Yeah. And then I brought the truck in to get it done. Yeah, I'm waiting to go get mine done. You know, like if there was a brake issue, there was a seatbelt issue, <laughs> some light issue, whatever. Right. <laughs> Bank them. I always wondered like what happened if nobody, like if everybody ignored the recall and now we know. Yeah, they say don't drive. Toyota's like, don't drive your vehicle. Wow. Okay. So there's 7,300 vehicles in Canada. The owners of the affected vehicles can contact a Toyota dealership to have their recall procedure done free of charge. So if you believe your vehicle could be included, make sure you head on over and check Toyota's website. Again, it doesn't cost you anything to have the recall repaired. It doesn't cost you anything, but it costs you time. It, that. I agree. And that's why no one goes. It's time. Right? Because you're like, oh my God, I'm going to drop the car off. And then I'm out of a car for like a day or two. You're like, oh, this is not like they're giving everyone a loaner car. No, 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 they're not. So just go check that out. If you drive a Toyota of that, um, of that year, Mm -hmm. 2003 to 2004 Corolla, Corolla Matrix, or the 2004, 2005 RAV4. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> Whoops! Are like, I'm not doing it. Well, <laughs> oh, that's not good. You know what else is not good? Remember the other day uh, we talked about Mike Holmes. Yeah. Well, Mike Holmes is making the news. Why? Because apparently some Mike Holmes approved homes had to oh, be yeah. bulldozed down due to alleged defects. Oh, this no. was like some community in Ontario. Yeah, it's They're in Ontario. Like this, this uh, was it like a zero? 
Yeah, it was kind of like a net zero. A net zero community kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was known as a boutique subdivision of houses that was being built by third line homes. And of course, they got the um, celebrity Mike Holmes to jump on as an endorsement. Now, I want to be clear Mike Holmes wasn't there like swinging hammers. No, just his face is slapped on the board. His face is slapped. Exactly. His face is slapped up on the board. And his image and his brand was used to sell houses to people. Now, Holmes. Famously known for rescuing homeowners from botched construction jobs, <laughs> he promoted Terrace Wood, that was the name of the community, on billboards, and they were tagged as Homes Approved Homes. Ooh. Well, not according to the inspectors. Oh, yeah. They, like bulldozers came and just blew down these brand new homes. Brand new homes, three of them were just bulldozed to the ground mm. because of how horribly they were built. My God. Not to Mike Holmes' standards. They were not, not to Mike Holmes' Two have already been torn down. A third is waiting a demolition date. Given the nature of the defects discovered, this is what the experts say in the house is, quote, demolition was a more reasonable option than repair. Like, how bad are they? So the houses were so bad, they wouldn't even repair them. And these were just like framed out houses. Like they had siding, they had full roofing done on them. Like it, they were... Yeah, like it, some people were living in them for I think a couple couple months. Did some, did some people get in there? Yeah, I think oh, yeah, no. I think someone was living in the house for a couple months, and then they're like, "You need to go." Oh no! Mm-hmm. Now, of course, people are pissed. Well, yeah. And of course, who are you pissed at? The guy on the billboard. Mike Holmes. So here's what homeowners are saying. This one here says, quote, I am so disappointed in Mike Holmes, whose motto is to make it right, that he never returned to Terrace Wood to help make things right in this case. Well, once again. I think he just endorsed it. Mm. Another person said here, quote, if Holmes had come and taken a look and said, well, that's wrong, and this is how I can help, I think that would have been a stand-up thing for Mike Holmes to do. Mm. After all, they were Holmes-approved homes. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, like, what's the point of your face being slapped all over it if it's... If the standard is not. Like, I, they, like, this is a gamble for Mike. But it's a gamble for Mike, and the community wants Mike. Yeah, the community wants like, him. They want Mike to show up and inspect their houses. Is there, I couldn't. That's not going to happen. I didn't read anything. Does he have, like, a, a little uh, little money into this community? Into it? Yeah, does he have a little stake in this community? They didn't get Mike Holmes for the interview in this story, I'll tell oh, you that. Oh, Mike ain't talking about this. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Hmm. The Holmes Group failed. Okay, here's what the the case. Okay, so everybody's being sued now all over the place. Oh, God. And they say that the Holmes Group, which is Mike Holmes's company, failed to do house inspections for homeowners who had commissions them and misrepresented Third Line Homes as a competent builder. Hmm. So I guess maybe Mike Holmes or the Holmes Group should have gone in and done inspections. Yeah, like yeah, because uh, like even uh, some builders use his face on their uh, their yeah, marketing here in town. Oh sure. yeah, yeah, but and it's not like Mike's going in to inspect these homes though. But like something like this as a whole community, maybe I don't know. Uh, I put a picture an aerial shot of a house being ripped apart. It's yeah, a fully bu- a fully built brand new home, and oh they're like, mm, it's cheaper to blow it down and rebuild it. Holy crap! <laughs> Someone said that they they watched like the whole CBC news story on it, and he yeah. does have a stake in it. Oh, damn! That's even worse. I'm looking well, for a number for you guys to see like what the Holmes Group has invested in it, and I can't find it. And like, especially in that situation, if he has a stake in it, check the build quality, right? Well, that's what that's why your think face is on it. <laughs> and they're like the Holmes Group, which is his company. She yeah. came out to look at the homes. Oh God! 
Don't tell your friends you have a Holmes approved home. Oh my God. <laughs> this text here, 5679, says, as a contractor, I'm glad to hear this story. Needs to be more inspectors, more step up and enforcement by your inspectors. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, do your checks, otherwise crap like this happens. Can you imagine you're living in a house? Like you're moved in, like Mm -hmm. your stuff's there. Mm -hmm. And then someone knocks on your door and says, it is not safe for you to be here. This has happened to condo owners. It happens to multiple condos. Everybody get out and then they rip your building down. You're hooped. And then like the the house that I posted, someone was living in that one. And then they're told to get out. They probably have to pay the continue to pay the mortgage on oh, it. Oh, God. At that point, just let the house kill me. I'll take <laughs> my chances. Yeah, I'll take a chance of it caving in. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like that's If that's how I'm supposed to go, that's how I'm supposed yeah, to go. Clear my debt. I'm just going to lay here starfished <laughs> on my bed. Start kicking the posts. <laughs> all those supporting walls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could also just lawyer up Haley and then get, you know, sue yeah. the hell out of these guys, which is what everybody's doing. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. The Ontario Land Registry record shows that M. Holmes Holding, where Mike Holmes is listed as president and treasurer, provided third-line homes, which is the builder of this community, two mortgages at 10% interest to help it buy 25 terrace wood plots of land. Mm. The mortgages totaled, well, that's only three, they only say $390,000. Is that per lot? No. God, that could be a wrong number, too. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Unless he's, so he's in. screaming hot deal. So he's in there with something. So he's in. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, was he the inspector? And he's like, looks good to me. Well, that's what everybody's saying. Like, no. you, you should have gone in there. I feel like if you're going to slap your name on it, you should probably go have a peek. Uh, you, you would think. You'd think. Yeah. But how many homes are they going to knock down in total? Oh. I don't know. They've done three so yeah, far. Yeah, because there's a couple of them. Yeah, I, yeah oh, I'm no. not sure. I don't know if they know. I think they're just starting to look through it. Ugh. Oh, that's not good. This text here from Jason and Clairview says, Mike Holmes has another community by Okotoks. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> 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 Everyone in Okotoks this morning is like, uh-oh. Yeah, they're like, oh, no. Like, oh, crap. When the wind is howling down there, that house is a squeaking. It's <laughs> just moving in the wind. Oh, no. House I'm sure should it's flex fine. in the wind, right? Oh, my God. God. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, sure. Uh, Might want to get another inspection done. <laughs> someone says people are responsible for your actions. You're the one buying the house. Take the time to understand what you're buying. Yeah, but the homeowners aren't looking in the walls and looking at structure. Yeah, yeah. if Marcy buys a house, I don't know what to look for. I'm, you don't tr- know. I'm trusting the people yeah. who That's, build and inspect the You don't know home. if they skipped out on a load-bearing wall yeah. in the house. You walk in, you're like, open concept. I love it. That's, yeah. <laughs> That's why you pay somebody to inspect your house because yeah. you don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I couldn't tell yeah. you what a load-bearing wall is if you asked me to point out a load-bearing wall in my house i probably couldn't do it <laughs> well yeah there's four walls yeah yeah all of them are load-bearing <laughs> like you're like uh, that one i'm like maybe that one can we knock that one out i don't know yeah, that's yeah. why you pay somebody to do it sure yeah, i don't yeah. have general knowledge about how to build a house from the bottom up oh, exactly yeah you don't know proper foundation yeah oh god yeah. no I Did, think this building's fine. Yeah, and it's proper spans. Pro- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't know what's behind the drywall. You don't. Yeah. Did That's, you get an inspector when you bought your house, Haley? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we oh, did too. Yeah. Always get it inspected. We, we had a number of inspectors. I think you even had two at one point. Yeah. Not a bad idea. Because so yeah. you didn't trust the first guy. Yeah, you the first guy. I'm like, mm. A little shady. Doesn't hurt to get a second opinion with inspectors. Well, you know what it was when we bought the cabin. I think the first inspector wouldn't go under the house. <gasps> yeah, I'm like, get no. under there. Crashes <laughs> outside. He's like, go under, dude. And he's like, I'm not going under there. Like, There's spiders. Yeah, he's scared of spiders. He left. 
You can't be a home inspector and be afraid of spiders. Yeah, he didn't want to go on the roof and he didn't want to go underneath. I'm yeah. like, you're the worst inspector so ever. We had to Maybe hire try an one. office job, dude. <laughs> well, because oh you God. went under there. Yeah, I went under. I'm yeah. like, look. Yeah. He's like, no. I came up with like spider webs all over my head. He's like, oh. That's bizarre. <laughs> oh, no. I remember that. You and I couldn't believe it. No. And then the next guy, he, he climbed he underneath. He took pictures and everything. Yeah, he he went guy. on the roof, took pictures. Oh yeah. Was, so I think, yeah, the first guy was scared of the crawl space and scared of high. Okay, yeah. so don't get a fearful inspector. <laughs> <laughs> Ask him on the phone if he's afraid of spiders. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I totally forgot about Question that. Question your inspectors. Oh, I forgot God. about that until right now. That's funny. I remember yeah, yeah. that, dude. Make yeah. sure there's photos of like any possible thing you could imagine of your house. Yeah. He didn't want to do anything. No. Oh, my God. Mm. Dayton says, if you're buying a home with Mike Holmes' name on it, yeah. you trust that it's fine. Yeah, that's the whole point. That's the whole his... point of the brand. Yeah, the marketing. Oh, he got his brand up there, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like an enhanced, uh, like a, it's an enhanced version of the home, yeah. like as like safety wise and yeah. build quality. It's crazy. Hmm. All right. It is, of course, uh, a week off for the Edmonton Oilers. And I know that everybody's losing their minds over not being able to watch hockey. Uh, Connor McDavid, though, recently on Instagram shows that he's opting for ice dips instead of heading off to the Caribbean during the Oilers bye week. Did you recently see what he posted for photos? Oh, yeah. He's axing ice. Yeah, he's chopping ice. Where's he chopping ice? Uh, He's on a lake. Is he doing like ice fishing? Uh, no. He's uh, he just cut a hole in the ice to do a plunge. Oh, just to do a cold plunge. Yeah, do a little cold plunge. God. And he made it very clear that it's where he cut the hole. It's very shallow, and do not do a plunge by yourself. Yeah, yeah. never, ever, ever, especially like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to fall into the lake. Yeah. Now the Oilers do have nine days off in a row, and of course that's what many of the Oilers are going to be doing is enjoying some time off. Uh, McDavid, along with Drysaddle, though, are going to be re- representing the Oilers at the All Star Weekend, and he doesn't need to be in Toronto for the festivities until Thursday. Um, even though that was, you know, time for him to whip down to Mexico, he said, "No, nah, I'm going to chop." some ice with an axe and then I'm going to get in a cold lake. Yeah, he will. <laughs> yeah, he will. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. So that's how he's spending his time. I thought this was interesting. In Toronto, as they are getting excited and ramping up all the festivities for the All-Stars, a local strip club is making the news because they want to take advantage of some viral marketing with the NHL All-Stars weekend coming up. Fillmore's Gentleman's Club located at Dundas and George Street, Toronto, has a giant marquee. (laughs) And on that marquee, it says it's offering up free lap dances for all of the NHL (laughs) All-Stars. Oh. Well, there you go. So if you're a hockey player... Do you think any any players will take them up on uh that? Oh, yeah, there's a bunch. (laughs) I can think of a bunch that'll go. Absolutely, I do. And then Mm. there's going to be a bunch of dudes going there to meet the hockey players. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. It's going to be full. Now, whether or not anybody does cash in on the free lap dances, uh, the sign and the marquee has gone viral. So the viral marketing for the strip club has definitely worked. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of funny. Let's <laughs> put a picture of the marquee up on the app if you want to see. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. (laughs) (laughs) It's everywhere. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's everywhere. Some history for Elon Musk and Neuralink. The billionaire says that they have now put a chip into a human being. Elon made the announcement yesterday on the social media platform 
X or Twitter, and he says the results are looking good. He says this is part of Neuralink's first human test group. They received the implant on Sunday, and so far, things are looking good. Elon said, quote, initial results show promising neuron spike detection. Whatever that means. The brain chip is called telepathy. And Elon says it enables control of your phone or your computer and through them, almost any device just by thinking about it. Mm. So the chip he's put into a human's brain and they can access their like laptop, their computer, their phone, their tablet just by thinking about it. Huh. Like it's on one hand, it's really neat that you can do that. On the other hand, no, no, <laughs> just no. My Google history is going to be full of stupid questions. Oh God, <laughs> it's going to be dumber than it normally is. Yeah. yeah, are we just too old? Like, do you think that like the next generation is like this is cool as? Oh, hell. I don't think young people want any like, part no, of this. No, younger than Jed Zad, like Gen A. Oh, mm. maybe. You think? Yeah, mm. like maybe they'd be like, yeah, I want a chip in my head. I don't know. I don't know. I think it depends. Because when we were younger, like you see in movies, like being able to control things, like with with a chip in your hand, and we were like, cool as hell. "Wow!" But now we're like, mm. "That's because we're older." <laughs> <laughs> we want our privacy. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> to put it another way, Elon said, "Quote: Imagine if Stephen Hawking could communicate faster than a speed typist or an auctioneer." He said that is definitely our goal. Now, Neuralink's first human trial involves people who have lost the use of their limbs. So, uh, what they're trying is people who aren't able, physically able, to use computers or phones. That I guess. That's kind of cool. Okay. Yeah. But for like everyday But for use? everyday yeah. use. Mm. Yeah, if you don't have the ability to use your limbs, I totally get it then. Absolutely. Someone says, what if you're thinking about it and you're using your phone and all you get is freaking ads? Oh my God. Oh. I would lose my marbles. Because you know ads are going to end up there eventually. Oh yeah. And then they're going to be in your brain. Yeah. There's nothing you can do about it. You'll be walking and then pause for a 30 second ad. (laughs) (laughs) But isn't it just like, because you don't see your phone in your brain. Like, okay, so I've got my phone sitting in front of me. Yeah. And it's like, dial Mars. Yes. But also that's Siri. Yeah. Like I should get I should be able to think like open lock screen and then it opens and then mm. I'm like Google um what projector is the best projector to hang on my wall and then it googles that and I don't have to say anything out loud I just mm-hmm. think it all. Mhm. That is yeah, that what yeah, that it's is? Pretty much Siri, yeah, Google. Mm. I'm not including Bixby. Bixby sucks. Yeah. Nobody who, who even thinks about Bixby? Nobody. It's yeah. garbage. Do you still do Bixby? No, I've disabled it on my phone. <laughs> All right. You're tired of them. It's awful. All right. Okay, guys, we've seen people get back together again, even after a divorce, but I don't think you're bouncing back from this one. A guy in Pennsylvania is facing charges after he stole his father-in-law's life-saving and went on a spending spree. Hmm. His son-in-law is 29-year-old Andrew Booker. He's from Altoona, near Pittsburgh, and last February he called the cops to report a break-in and claimed someone stole his father-in-law's safe with $2 million inside. Oh my god. This guy had $2 million oh, $2 million is safe? safe? Yeah. Dang. Oh, it's not making him any money. Oh, terrible. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> they were immediately suspicious, so they kept an eye on him and noticed he started making some large purchases shortly after the theft. Now, even though he had been unemployed, here's what the son-in-law managed to buy. New ATVs, a brand new Harley. He also got to buy stuff for $30, pay with a $100 bill, and say things like, keep the change. Whoa. In other words, tip nice. people $70. Mm-hmm. 
The son-in-law also always paid in cash, and that turned out to be his undoing. You think paying in cash is safe mm. and keeps you anonymous? Mm. Nope. His father-in-law had been saving up for decades, and most of the money was in older-style bills because uh. they print new bills all the time. Employees at the store confirmed he was using older bills, and they said that it, quote, smelled musty. <laughs> Smells like old man money. It turns yeah. out... Andrew, the son-in-law and his wife were in the middle of a divorce when this all went down and that he used a bunch of the father-in-law's money to, quote, take care of his new girl on the side. Mm. Well, you got to take care of her. He got arrested for, uh, last month for theft and a bunch of other charges. His new girlfriend, also, she got arrested because it turned out she knew that he stole the money and she was taking it no problem. Uh, how much did they use? Well, thankfully, it sounds like the police are going to be able to cover most of it. But they say that in one year, he blew through $140,000. Man, in cash. In cash. Wow. And they're able to recover it? Like they're able to get get it back from the businesses? Uh, No, they're able to recover. It was $2 million in total that he stole. Oh, okay, gotcha. Mm. But he blew through $140,000. Oh, so they found the the rest of the stack. They think some of it they're going to, yeah. Yeah. Mm. They're going to be able to recover. Damn. But I want to know from you guys this morning, 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Without buying a home, so a house isn't on the table, what is the most amount of money that you or someone that you knew know blew through? Mm-hmm. Think about what you spend in a year. Mm-hmm. This guy blew 140 US. Yeah. So what's that? About 200 Canadian? Mm-hmm. Did you realize you had a online shopping addiction and you're like, oh my God, at the end of the year you add it up and yeah. you're like, I spent $7,500 on stuff. Oh, that's a big bill. Think about it. If you buy, Possibly. If you buy a truck. Yeah. What's that? Oh. 90 G's? Sure. That's probably low end. I'm probably yeah, yeah. lowballing that. Mm-hmm. There's 90 grand yeah. in a year. Mm-hmm. And then like a projector for your basement. Yeah. Jason's buddy bought a $10,000 screen. Yeah. Oh. You need a Harley in the garage too. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> this is turning into a YOLO financial situation. It is. Maybe you know somebody who won a bit of money or came into a bit of money. Maybe it was in a will or maybe they won like a million dollar lottery ticket. Did you watch them just fire through a bunch of cash? Yeah. They don't live near a lake, but they bought a boat. <laughs> I'll never get it. Yeah. Yolo Financial. Boat just sits in your front yard. You're oh, like, sweet, yeah. I have a boat. It's a yeah. lot of work to like <laughs> yeah, yeah. take it to a lake. Oh, yeah. You do it once and you're like, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're right. You do. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. All right. How much money did you or someone that you know without buying a house, because we know that mortgages are crazy, did you blow through in a year? This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. If you're just joining us this morning, we're talking about this story in the news where a 29-year-old guy in Pennsylvania is facing charges after he stole $2 million U.S. million of his father-in-law's life savings and then went on a spending spree. Mm-hmm. In under a year, he blew through at least $140,000 U.S., which is almost, you know, it's around two hundred Canadian. Give or take some change. So we want to know from you guys. Um, we want to talk about your spending spree. Yeah, sometimes people come into some cash. Sure. You don't know what to do with it, so you blow through it. It's exciting. It is, because in reality, you're like, what? I didn't have it before, so why can't I why enjoy can't it? I know. 
Or sometimes you're Why just like... Why do I need to be smart with it? Yeah, that's right. Those financial guys are just clamoring <laughs> to get my money. Yeah, that's right. Get out of here. That's why YOLO Financial. Yeah, spend, spend, spend. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> spend till you need to pull some loans. Yeah, by the way, we're joking. Please don't take it that advice. Cool. Little disclaimer Wow, over. YOLO oh. Financial. Well, that oh also, you do only live once, so like, mm-hmm. just go for it. You literally do. You can't take it to the grave. So we're talking about your spending <laughs> spree, or maybe it was someone that you know. Did they blow it all? Mm-hmm. Or how oh. much did they blow in one year? And we're leaving houses out of it. Yeah, not, that's a more yeah not houses. And we could get up into the millions if we did that. Oh, so. for sure. Yeah. But yeah, you just see some uh, fat cash being spent. Sure. Um, Robin, how are you doing today? Good. How are you guys? Hi, good, good. Good morning. Um, yeah, you're going to admit uh, you're, you're, you're blasting out your husband that he's going through a midlife crisis here? Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh-oh. So... <laughs> Yeah, it was, okay, wait a minute. It would be two years ago, I guess now. But I came home from work one day, and he's like, oh, babe, I traded in your car. And I was like, you did what? And he's like, yeah, I bought a Mustang because I've always wanted one. And I was like, okay. So then he's like, okay, but it's winter in Alberta, and I can't keep the, so we don't have a garage on our house, or we didn't have a garage on our house. Oh. And he's like, so we have to build a garage for the car. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, and then our driveway wasn't paved, so then he's like, but I can't be driving the car on an unpaved uh, driveway. Well, he's so right, then yeah, we it's a Mustang, to- yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because God forbid it had like a scratch or something. Yeah. And uh, so then right after we built the garage, we had to pave the driveway, and he's like, well, we might as well build like a concrete pad and a new driveway. <laughs> and like, so literally his... I love him, but his midlife crisis in a year costs us over $100,000. Damn! Oh! The the driveway, the garage. Oh, Oh, damn! Oh, no, and then now that he has the the garage for his car when the car is not in the garage he went and bought a projection tv oh we're just talking about a, those a, a fridge uh like the it's all man cave oh, it's now. man cave now so, yeah oh yeah yeah so it, the, it keeps going and going oh yeah does he have some <laughs> sweet like, neon lights in there he's gotta have some neon signs in there Oh, no, but he has this like sound system that flashes colors and like oh yeah yeah. Oh, I love yeah. this garage. You're, you know what, Robin? Oh, my God. You, this is awesome. You should see Crash's face. He's lit up like a Christmas tree. Yeah. Like, literally, this yeah. is what he's going to do. I don't know what your problem is. You're reaping the benefits <laughs> of all this. <laughs> well, I don't know if Robin's, like, reaping the benefits. And like, like, I'm well, paying the bill. Yeah, yeah she's paying the bill. the bill. And well, what was your car that he got rid of for the Mustang? An Audi. Oh, okay. So what are you driving now? <laughs> I am so sour about my car. I tell you what. Like, I still talk about it. So I'm like, remember my car? The one that I could drive all year round? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. What are you driving year round now? now? So we have a a Ram truck that was just used for, like, in the winter and, like, hauling and that kind of stuff or whatever. But now this gas guzzler, I have to drive. I'm driving all the time to and from downtown every day. Wow. You went from an Audi to a Ram. Oh, my God. (laughs) A well-used Ram by the sounds of it. I need to drive it downtown where it's tight. It's tight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. How long has this yeah. been going on for, like, a two-year run? Is he done? 
Oh, God, I hope so, but who knows? <laughs> That's true. I'm like, you know what? I've needed new taps in my kitchen and my bathroom for, like, four years. Yeah. But no, no, that's, those, like, we can still have crappy showers, but he's got a nice car he can go look at in the winter. Because <laughs> he can't drive it. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're asking for some taps. Wait that's till, it. Wait taps, till he wait till he puts some plumbing in that sweet garage. He's gonna have a whole uh, like a ball and shower in He's there. Gonna be living in there before you know it. <laughs> yeah, no. His next thing is he wants to build a tiki bar behind it with like a, a hot tub and Fun. like all of this stuff. And a, good lord. <laughs> good <yeah>. luck. <laughs> well, good luck with that, Robin. Good Thanks luck, Robin. for sharing that. Best of luck. Yes. Yes, best of luck. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Sounds <Yeah>. pretty ballin'. <laughs> I don't know I, why she's a little salty. <laughs> I feel like I feel like if we had the space, this would be crash. And Haley, yeah. I feel like you just got a glimpse into your future I with did. Aiden. Oh, yeah. I, I He already spent stupid amounts of money on a truck yeah. when we were, like, first dating. Uh-huh. So he is a little bit, like, it kind of ruined it for him. Mm. So he's very cautious when it comes to spending money on vehicles now. Well, he's not at a midlife crisis yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about his uh, diesel truck, the first one that he bought when we were first dating? No. I think he spent like, it was 12 grand on the vehicle, bought it, and then it was 10 more grand to fix it because two months after he started driving it, it wouldn't drive. Oh, no. <laughs> that so he, sucks. He put 10 grand into it and then had to sell it because he had no more money left. Yeah, he probably sold it at like a, a loss, probably not even a break even. <laughs> Oh, what a drag. He was so mad. Oh. It was so funny, though. Like, now now we look back and laugh at it, but uh, he was pissed. I bet. I'd be livid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> uh, this text here, 56789, says, uh, I know a guy who, when he was 21 years old, he won a million dollars. Gone in three months. Oh, he had nothing to show for it, just lots of partying. How do you blow three million in how many months? No, one million. Oh, in one million three in three months. months sorry, yeah. yeah. But still, and he died. He di- what? 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 He died a few years later. Oh my god. Oh my. God. Maybe he knew, so he's like, live it up. Uh, at twenty-one, I don't uh, think so. Well, maybe he, I don't. I don't know the story. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he had an illness or something? He went a million dollars. Someone posted on the app here. Who is this? Uh, Jason says, I put a virtual golf uh, setup in my garage. It's perfect. I can put it away in 15 minutes, but I golf so much, it hurts. 18 holes, weekdays, 36 holes. Each day on the weekend, it was $5,000. Jason's really into this because he's posting more more photos. (laughs) 5,000 for that setup? Well, that's a nice setup. Look at the second picture oh that he posted. Oh my god, that's, that's a great! That's photo. really nice. That is awesome. Like if you're a golfer or into golfing, that's mm-hmm. perfect. That's pretty rad. And by the way, Jason, some nice high ceilings in that garage. I'm liking that. <laughs> that's a decent garage, right? Oh my god. <laughs> this text here five six seven eight nine says my brother went through one hundred forty thousand dollars of our mom's inheritance money in one year. Oh man. He mostly bought like crappy little things from overseas or like on Amazon or Wish packaging. Oh no. So he just went. On an, an online shopping spree. Everyday packages were coming to the house, and he didn't even have a house. He had to come to our house. <laughs> Side note, he's now broke and lives in his van down by a river in British Columbia. <laughs> well, he's still living the BC life. Down yeah. by a river? It can't be that bad. Living in a van? Well, sound... maybe it's like an awesome sprinter van. Still not awesome. Maybe? Yeah, like, I mean, that's not... Who wouldn't want to live in a sprinter van? It's fun for, like... Down by the river. To, like, do a month road trip, but... Maybe he's just an outdoorsy guy. 
This text here, <laughs> 56789, says, Hey guys, in regards to Robin's husband's midlife crisis, mm-hmm. um, says, Tell her just to wait. My husband did the same thing, and the motor on the Mustang blew. Oh my God. We are on a brand new motor, number two, in just two years. Plus, he, my husband also built the whole garage thing. He says he's going to live there part time now. There must be a, like a a garage and Mustang package offered up. <laughs> <laughs> like if you buy the Mustang, yeah, if you, you get, get the Mustang, you get a garage. <laughs> I wonder if that's a thing. That's a good idea. <laughs> this this is the Crash and Mars podcast. So you may have seen yesterday that Epcor issued a mandatory ban on non-essential water use for the Edmonton area as a result of an issue at a treatment plant. Oh. They said, quote, this morning, that was being yesterday, January the 29th, there was a failure of the distribution pumping system at the E.L. Smith water treatment plant that conveys water to the city of Edmonton and regional customers. They said now because of that, they were asking that customers in Edmonton and all the surrounding communities curtail all non-essential water use. Hmm. Now, they said that the Rossdale treatment plant is still online, but it isn't able to supply the entire EPCOR service area with enough water for normal consumption. Now, that ban impacts residents and businesses in Edmonton, Sherwood Park, St. Albert, Stony Plain, Spruce Grove, Leduc, Beaumont, and Fort Saskatchewan. Oh, I went for two car washes yesterday. Oh, my God. Crash. Oh, boy. <laughs> Just kidding. (laughs) It was just one. (laughs) Businesses that use large volumes of water, such as laundromats and car washes, were actually being asked to shut it down. Huh. Halt water use entirely. We don't have that much. We don't don't have enough water for winter usage. Well, we have the water. Yeah. Just the treatment plants down. That's what I mean. Like, there's still not not enough to keep it going. No, no, there's not. Hmm. You did go for a car wash yesterday, but I I think that was before the ban. Maybe. We'll say that. I ripped through. I didn't see it until... Came out sparkling. <laughs> Listen, I ran the dishwasher. I was like, I'm going to do five loads of laundry today. Yeah. Today then, was a... Yesterday was a heavy laundry And then day. I saw the band, but I didn't see it until three. Until you're reading about it in the tub. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I just time wasn't dra- online. Time to drain and refill the hot tub in our pool. <laughs> yeah. And also, that's not true. We didn't do that. But no. they did say, though, that if you could delay washing your clothes, having a bath or doing your dishes, all the things that Crash just said I did yesterday... Um, <laughs> Please don't. Here's the thing, though, is like, is it still on? Because no one's updating. I think it is. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, where it's do I get the a, update for It's that? still a headline. They're saying right now they could not give a timeline on how long it would take to deplete existing reservoirs, but water levels are at normal levels for this time of the year prior to the shutdown. They said right now we're doing everything we possibly can to restore service so that we can maintain water to all of our customers. It's not known when service at the E.L. Smith plant will be restored. Restriction measures will be in place until the repair is finished. There is no impact to the quality of your drinking water. So turn on the tap and chug away. Uh, According to you, Epcor com. They still have a banner ad that pops up. All right. That says mandatory ban on non-essential water use in effect for Edmonton and surrounding areas. So it's still oh, there. So it's still on. Unless you got to wait till like nine o'clock when someone gets in. So you'd be like, right. oh, I need to update the I website. I need to update the website. Could be that too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, people are mad. This text here, 5679 says, poor Epcor, gouge us in the bills and then ask us to not use water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Uh-oh. <laughs> are we still going to get charged? Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> nice try, Epcor. <laughs> <laughs> people are like, I'm going to go out and water my grass. Mm. Wash away that snow. It's really dirty this time of year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, so just keep that in mind that the water ban is on. So if you can, well, it's not a ban. It's a restriction. Yeah. So maybe, like, don't go for the car wash or... 
I'm going to go for the car wash. Or don't take a time. I bought an unlimited pass. Oh, Crash got this sweet car wash pass. He bought an unlimited car wash pass right after they've said, please restrict your water use. <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, yeah, it's great because I, I pulled into for, uh, to get an individual wash and the lady's like, oh, do you uh, have you heard about our promotions? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. She's like, no, no, it's really good. And so, yeah, she uh, sold me over. She's like, back up, meet me over there. Went to her little booth, signed up. She put a tag in my window. Now I just pull up, drive in, and the gate opens, and I get a wash. Oh. I don't have to talk to anyone. And how many washes do you get? She's like, do five a day. I don't care. Really? Yeah. And how long does this super pass last till? I'm good till July. Wow. Huh. Yeah. Fantastic. Is it, is it just for your vehicle, or can we put the little it is. Yeah, it it's, is. It's a tag stuck in my corner of my windshield, and it has uh, like a like the magnetic strip in there oh. that the sensor will read. I okay. guess I could rip it off my window and put it in your car, too. That's but. what I was asking. <laughs> asking for a friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My vehicle needs a wash. I don't know if I bend it, if it'll break it or something. But yeah. yeah. So you just, like, pull up and then you scan? Like, it scans yeah, pull your into, little tag? Yeah, I pull into cool. one of the little uh, little gate areas, and the gate opens up. That's awesome. Without talking to anyone. Oh, that's cool. And I just carry on. Pull up, and they're like, all right, get in here. Did you get the rate, though, for, like, the deluxe? Or are you just doing, like, a, oh, yeah. a, a willy-nilly? I got the ultimate. Get the ultimate. You got the ultimate. Yeah, rims oh. are getting clean too, guys. Do they do the coating on the undercarriage? Oh, yeah, everything's being sprayed. Damn. Oh, oh yeah. Is she, it she good? Is it touch or touchless? Uh, touch. Oh yeah, you said to me that. Yeah, you said yesterday. There might be the... a touchless option. I don't know. I like touch because I feel like touchless doesn't clean my truck. Hmm. Everybody wants to know where. And they no. didn't sponsor you, so you're gonna have to get on the text and start texting everybody. Uh, like so everybody, many. like 30 people well, want to know what A lot of car washes will do that, though. <laughs> oh, my God. That's <laughs> want to do the work. Oh, my God. I'm not texting you. <laughs> He's going to gate It's not like it. they gave it to me for free, so no. Yeah, you do have to pay for it. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. Mm. And uh, how much did you pay? Do you want to say? Yeah, 200 bucks. 200 bucks. Okay. That's yeah, 200 bucks, and I can wash my truck for as much as I want until July. I took my car in for uh, not necessarily a car wash, but just like a... Uh, a spritz? A spritz. Well, I just wanted to blow the dirt off of it, but this was before the water ban. I did it on Sunday, and it, it was busy. Mm-hmm. And then I drove it home, and uh, it was dirty, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at everybody. <laughs> oh, my God. You have to tell wow. Haley. You guys really, you guys are just salivating at the thought of unlimited car washes. <laughs> yes, people and love unlimited car up. washes. It's, I'll just say it's one of the, the new, within the last five years, one of the new boys to town. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah, just I, say it once. Mint. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm just gonna oh, Haley's the one texting. Yes. <laughs> Who do you think texts during the morning show? Yeah, that's right. Oh my god. I love like how there's a water ban and now everybody wants to know where yeah, they they're going. Yeah, they're like, oh my god, let me wash my car. <laughs> and an unlimited amount. <laughs> Great promotion on right now, guys. <laughs> oh man, that actually is a really good promotion. It is. It is. Because in reality, I love like, a clean car. Yeah, when you're rolling mm. through, like, because if you don't want to touch your car, you just roll through the like touchless or brush, yeah. or whatever. Like you're paying a good amount of money for that. Yeah. yeah. So this is paying for itself. Like even just because I didn't do like the scrub brush, I went to a wand wash just to blow the dirt off. Mm. And I did like just to get the dirt off. I think it was seven bucks. Yeah. yeah. It's expensive. Right? And it's not like I did like the whole scrub brush with the soap or anything. Yeah, yeah. I just kind of like, I just want to blow the dirt off. It's right? seven bucks. Yeah. And you decided to do it the day you were wearing that white dress. I Terrible. did it in a white dress. Water band was issued. I didn't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just kidding. I didn't wash my car on the water band day. Crash did. 
mm-hmm. several times. He's the worst. <laughs> He's the worst. I didn't. It's not my business. <laughs> <laughs> they could have restricted me. Someone texted in. They quoted Crash. It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> yeah, he is the problem. <laughs> so true. Sorry, guys. It's oh, so true. God. They're like, the water usage is through the roof today. Crash like, I just bought an unlimited car wash pass. <laughs> oh, God. It is a good deal. I like it. It's a great it's deal. It's fun. I love having a clean car. Great deal. All right, for those of you who take Uber, some new major features are soon going to be added to the Uber smartphone app here in Canada. And that includes you guys, including features that will especially benefit the driver. So if you're an Uber driver, listen up. Beginning later in 2024, starting in British Columbia and Ontario, and then they're going to roll it into Alberta, Uber Canada will be providing its ride-hailing drivers with more information about each trip before accepting the ride. Hmm. And this could hinder... Those of us who use Uber to go short distances. Oh. The driver will be able to see the fare and the length of the destination mm. before they accept the ride. Which I thought they could before. No. No, they can't. They can't. Because I've taken an Uber for like two blocks. Oh. Well, yeah, that's because they couldn't see. <laughs> and they're like, what? <laughs> until they accepted the ride. Ah, uh, yeah. Usually I apologize. I'm like, sorry, but I just don't feel like walking. Right. Or I can't walk. <laughs> this means drivers will be able to see the pickup and drop-off locations of their passengers ahead of time, which enables drivers to make a more informed decision on whether or not they want to accept that ride based on the distances and the fares. Mm. So if you're like Crash and you want to take an Uber two blocks because you, quote, don't feel like walking, they could now turn you down. <sighs> Unbelievable. Because it's not worth their time, the wear and tear on their car, yeah. or the fare to pick you up to take you 500 meters. <laughs> <laughs> do we still have Lyft in town? Yes. No one talks about Lyft. We do still have Lyft, yes. We do? I see, oh, okay. I see billboards for it, yeah. Oh. Now, while this gives the drivers more choice, it could potentially make it more challenging for passengers to take short trips. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Apparently, Lyft also introduced this feature beginning in some markets in 2022. And they did that as a strategy to help attract more drivers to Lyft. Oh. So they didn't do it to help the people who were using the platform. They wanted more drivers to come on board. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I'll still take my chances. Sometimes you don't feel like walking. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Right? You could try it. What if you leave a restaurant and you're in uh, your eight-inch stilettos? You're not walking home. No, but if I'm like, hey, Uber. And you're a block away. I'm like, I need a, I need a block drive. And nobody, nobody accepts the ride. Yeah. Then what do I do? I guess call a cab. What? Hail a cab. Can hail, you do that? Hail, no. You could. You'll be standing out there forever. I don't know. With eight-inch stilettos, you might get picked up pretty quick. No, not by a cab. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be a ram that pulls up. It's only a block. It's a ram. <laughs> Can you see me a block? Yeah. Can't walk in these. They'll lift you up, throw you in there. Yeah. <laughs> Can't even get in your truck in stilettos. Oh, my God. Yeah. I saw, um, I don't, I'm not sure if anybody's doing this here, but I know down in the States, Uber does um, task, like task drives. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh. Did you see that? So, like, let's say, for example. Like, pick up your dry cleaner. Yeah, or, like, I, I buy something on Marketplace. Yeah. Like, let's say I buy, um, I don't know, um, let's say I buy, buy a brand new purse uh-huh. off of somebody on Facebook Marketplace, and uh, without us meeting, I pay for it, and then I say an Uber's on the way, and then when the Uber pulls up, they put the purse in the Uber, and then the Uber takes it to me. Wild. Oh. 
sight unseen because you didn't look at it. Yeah, you just yeah. know off pictures. You're yeah, like, just oh, I'll take pictures. my chances. I'm like, I want to buy this purse, yeah. and so me and the me and the seller make an agreement. Yeah, and I say, okay, an Uber is on the way. Then I track the Uber, and the Uber goes to their house. Then the Uber brings me my my mm. package. Hmm. In some cases, it's not a good idea. Yeah, not bad idea, right? Because some people just yeah, you know, if you don't have wheels or anything, right? Yeah. To go check out an item, sure. Or like, what if like your groceries are ready at like the pickup? Yeah, send, pick send an Uber to go pick them up and Handy. bring them by. Mm-hmm. It's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. It's a great idea. Hmm. By the way, over the last two years, over 1,900 people working on the Uber app have had their account deactivated or an account-related issue, which uh, which is interesting as well. Hmm. I don't know why the working oh, like for drivers. Apparently, it's a big problem as well. So. Like the driver was deactivated? <laughs> yeah, people, is that because they've Major canc- problems with the app. I've had a few that have canceled. Yeah. Like they, they, I'm waiting, 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 and then I get one, and I'm like, oh, sweet. So I'm waiting outside, and then all of a sudden, the uh, ride was canceled. I'm like, what the yeah. hell? Yeah, they get close enough, and they accept your ride, and yeah. they can see how far away you are. I've had mine canceled a lot because I go from Edmonton to Spruce Grove, and they don't want to drive that far. Uh, oh, really? And that's yeah. because they don't see ahead of time when they accept. Yeah. Right? And so, then they're like, oh, this fare sucks. Yeah, and I'm just like, great. Yeah. <laughs> if you drive me from Edmonton to Spruce Grove, though, you get a massive tip. You do, but they get nothing coming back. Yeah. Is that why they don't want to go that far? Maybe. So it could also affect you then on a far distance as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was, um, when I was still living in Edmonton, down in South Edmonton, sometimes the Ubers wouldn't want to go that far south off of White Ave. Mm. They didn't, didn't want to go, because turning around and coming back sure, to yeah. where all the fares are. Yeah, you're not getting anything. Yeah. <laughs> this is a big, spread out city. Yeah. yeah. Please, please take people home. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are saying cabs have been doing the like moving product stuff for a long time. Uh, this text here, 56789, says, hey guys, I've called a taxi. They go to my mom's. She gives them dinner, and then they drop off the dinner at my house. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> so mom's like mom has dinner ready She's like dinner's on its way yeah and then so a cab gets called and the cab picks up dinner and then oh. drops it off at this person's house I love that and it's home oh. cooked by mom why don't cabs push that I don't know run that in your marketing what a great idea and apparently there's a company called Onus that's launching in Edmonton in July it does exactly that you buy stuff it goes and picks it up cost effective hmm hmm that's a great idea. Yeah, totally great idea. So you don't have to, the only thing that sucks about that though is that then you don't see the product. No, yeah. You, so you've you got to trust. Yeah. You got to trust what you're buying online. Yeah. Do you think if I bought a set of four rims and rubber, a cab will pick it up for me? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I maybe. I think they'd be pissed about it, but because <laughs> like, where are you putting four rims and rubber? Fit them in the cab. Fit them in the cab. The back seat. Everything's all dirty. Back seat, front seat, one in the trunk. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. Hmm. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Sandy. Move stuff around. This text here says, my work used yellow cab to hot shot a package to Red Deer. He picked it up, delivered it out in the deer half hour and a half later. Holy moly. I guess, why not? Why not? Willing to take the fare? Sure. That's kind of cool. Company's huh. paying? Great. Oh, this text here says, cab delivers parts to our job site out by Alberta Beach. Wink, wink, it's faster than a hot shot. Damn. Damn. Oh, another one. Cabs will also transport hospital equipment from site to site for weird items. Love it. So, yeah, they've been doing this all along. Wow. That's really cool. I had no idea. So, there you go. I kind of have FOMO and I want to move something. Yeah, go, go buy something over <laughs> place buy something and, and get something. Get them to pick it up. Yeah, or could you send it to my house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see if they'll go. <laughs> get them to go pick it up. Very expensive test, but let's try it. <laughs> this text here from Robin5679 says, I booked. <laughs> 
I booked an Uber to go to the airport. It canceled while I watched it drive up to my place. Oh. I watched it pull up and then pull away. Oh. Why? I know I've had one cancel like a block away. Oh. I saw it pull up to the intersection, and then the car started turning and then did like a U-turn and then oh. bing canceled. I'm like, no. I hate that. <laughs> oh. And like I don't I don't think we're allowed to review them for canceling, right? No, because there was no. Yeah, I don't. I there don't was no interaction so. yet. But if we cancel, it's a five dollar fee. Yeah, we got fee. dinged. Yeah, it's we get dinged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should be able to ding you. A hundred percent. If I can see you turn yeah. around, uh-huh. I'm calling you. Damn like, right. Come back here. In Robin's case, the car pulled up, slowed down in front That's of her terrible. place, and took off. <laughs> That's just. It's oh. like a bad blind date. They're like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you're no. taking me to the airport. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's oh. a set fee. You knew. You knew what you're getting into. Yeah, that sucks. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. I'm not sure if we're running out of topics to make documentaries of, but apparently there's a documentary, Pop Me Up Crash, that's coming out on Netflix about this song. Hmm? This sounds like a very boring documentary. Right, that's what I mean. I think we're running out of stuff here. Mm. Like, is it the backstory of this song? Well, like, is there I a guess. dark, well, a no, dark no, story behind this? There's no this? dark story behind this song. Like, there's some, like, celebrity gossip about sure. it. Like, if you're interested in the making of this song, We Are the World, you can watch the documentary The Greatest Night in Pop on Netflix. And uh, here's, a, like, some few facts from it if you don't want to watch it. Uh, first of all... Um, the reason why they want they that they were able to get everybody together all in run room is it was recorded after the 1985 American Music Awards, which is why they got so many huge pop stars mm. to like get together in one area. Yeah, yeah. Michael Jackson and Lionel Richie avoided any dated expressions. Apparently, they were the ones who wrote the song. They said that they wanted this song to be timeless, so dated expressions, as in slang of that era. Sure. Lionel Richie said he didn't want anything in the song that said right on or yo dog. Mm-hmm. Those were the two things that he said he didn't want in there. Mm-hmm. Prince was supposed to be there, but he no showed. People think it was because of his rivalry with Michael Jackson. Also, it didn't fit his brand. So what did Prince do while they recorded this song? He was at a Mexican restaurant while it all went down getting drunk on tequila. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Madonna was not invited to the We Are The World. Oh. Apparently, some of the organizers felt that she wasn't a great enough singer, so they went with Cindy Lauper instead. They thought Madonna wasn't oh. a great enough singer yeah. for this. so they went with Cindy Lauper. Wow. Sources say that Madonna said that that decision, quote, broke her heart. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. You're not good enough? That's fun. And if Madonna wasn't there, another reason why she would have been pissed is because Dan Aykroyd was. Oh, God. Oh. They're like, you know, we need Dan Aykroyd. Like, he's, uh, maybe it was because he was part of the Blues Brothers. Maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, the reason why Dan Aykroyd was there was he happened to be talking to a talent manager that day. And the guy said, why don't you come on down to the recording session? So when the video came out, Madonna saw that Dan Aykroyd was there and not her. She's she like, was pissed. Yes. She was so mad. But also good. <laughs> she was so mad. Uh, Bob Dylan almost had a nervous break down. He got all stressed out trying to figure out how to sing his part. They said, please just sound like Bob Dylan. Yeah, but you don't even understand Bob Dylan. No, nah, that's what they Even wanted. like good Bob Dylan. You still didn't really <laughs> understand him. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> yeah. That's all it was. Yeah. Eddie Murphy also missed his chance to be there. Eddie was at Stevie Wonder's studio recording his, his single, Party All the Time. Hmm. One of the greatest songs of all time. Sure, yeah. Stevie asked him to come over, but he said no. And then he said when he realized what he passed up, he felt like an idiot. Mm-hmm. Now, not everybody liked this song either. Billy Joel claims that everybody who sang in that song hated it. <laughs> but nobody was willing to admit it to the public ever. Even then, with all this that you rolled out, I'm not seeing a documentary. That's why I'm just telling you what features it is. Right? <laughs> like, don't even bother some with Some of it. the, uh, yeah. Because, like, it's... Some of the gossip in yeah, it. Yeah, I feel like there's no visual aspect. Well, I don't even think that, that that a lot of this is in the documentary. This is just facts about the song. Oh. So the documentary is even more boring? What I'm giving you is like a little appetizer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Mm-hmm. And by the way, this song was a huge success. It spent four weeks at number one. It went quadruple platinum within a month. It went on to sell seven million copies, and it helped raise... $63 million U.S. Hmm. For, wow. for Africa. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a good chunk of change. Yeah. I'm guessing that's what the documentary will focus on, maybe? Mm-hmm. Is like what the money went what towards? What the money, yeah. No, I think oh. it's going to be focusing on the pop stars. Oh. Probably. Hmm. That would be my guess. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. If you do want to check it out. Oh, there's Bruce. There's Stevie. Hmm. And by the way, uh, we did say that Eddie Murphy didn't make it because he recorded Party All the Time. Yeah. And let's just listen to that for a second because here's what he missed out on to make this awesome track. Oh, yeah. Have you even ever heard this song, Haley? I don't think so. It's timeless. Is it timeless? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Does it have a seven-minute intro, like all songs in the... Oh. Oh, hang on. Eddie Murphy's entering. Let me just... Yeah, let's get yeah. to the, the thick of it. Oh, my God. He hasn't even put his headphones on yet. <laughs> oh, this is a great song. This is a bop. Oh, no, I do know this song. You know what? Yeah. I need the chorus. So Eddie Murphy missed We All the World so that he could record this bop. Probably a good call. Uh, it's a great call, because imagine a world without this. No. Party all the time. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's so cool. Oh. So if you do want to check out that documentary, it'll be there for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there you go. All right, this is kind of a cool story. Where are we at here? Um, I want to ask you guys this. Would you rather be smarter, 30% smarter, or 90% more attractive? Now, there's a saying that good looks can only take you so far, Uh. but what if good looks could take you 90% farther? A poll asked more than 8,000 people, would you rather be 30% smarter or 90% more attractive? I think I'd take more attractive. And it's only 30% smarter. Yeah. 90% more attractive. I feel yeah, like, like, yeah, why only 30% smarter? I feel like being smarter just makes life harder. Smarter is harder? Smarter is harder. I'm, I'm going to get you a shirt that says that. I'd rather be... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write that down. Smarter is harder. Smarter, smarter is, harder. is harder. I'd rather be dumb and gorgeous. <laughs> okay. All right. 
I think that's where I'm at. Yeah, okay. you know what? I'll take the 90. Yeah. Take, you'd rather be yeah. 90% more attractive. Yeah. I think so. Than 30% smarter. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I would want. Like, if the smarter was, like, way higher as a number, sure, but, yeah. like, 30? If it was 50, even then, though, that's, like, you're 50% smarter. Now you got to do something with that smarts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. yeah. 30% smarter is pretty smart. The expectation's higher, Haley. I know. I don't want it higher. <laughs> I want that bar lower. Yeah. <laughs> I want to coast through life. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I kind of, like, what you're saying, Haley, actually sounds really nice. It mm-hmm. does. Just, like, you're just, you're beautiful. And people are just like, yeah, sure, do whatever you want. Uh, Shaughnessy makes a good point, says, I 100% would be choosing 90% hotter because hotter people just get things handed to them. Mm-hmm. Well, we have talked about that before, and it and does seem to happen. In turn, isn't that smarter? <laughs> well, not really. <laughs> it's only 5% smarter. <laughs> yeah, not really. <laughs> That's interesting. Well, it was close in this study. The new poll of adults with at least, um, the new poll rather, said that they had 53% of people said they would rather be 90% more attractive. Mm -hmm. 46% said that they would choose 30% smarter. Mm. And some people had some solid reasons for their votes. Uh, Someone said that they're already pretty smart. So they'll take the uh, good looking because yeah. they feel like they're smart enough. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe that's why I'm like, yeah, I'll take the ninety because yeah, what I what I got right now. Yeah, I can read uh, words on pages, books. Others say that if you take the uh, more attractive looks, fade with age, intelligence can last you your whole life. So they'd rather take the smarter. Mm. Yeah, but you're not going to last forever. Let that brain get mushy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think in order to live longer, you want that brain to stay oh, okay. sharp as a whip, right? Right. And a lot of people also said exactly what Haley said, that being smarter would only make you more unhappy. Yeah, you got you know more about what's going on. You You're gotta, more aware of everything. You might be looked to to start solving problems. That's, oh, yeah. No, no, thank you. We're already starting to do that with you, Haley. I know, it's the worst. Yeah, you're the problem solver. I'd rather just be hot. <laughs> I kind of agree. I'd oh rather just God. be hot. I'd rather just be hot. Yeah. Just leave me alone. No, yeah. no. I'm, I'm funneling all my problems your way. Oh, don't yeah. ask me hard questions. <laughs> Ten years ago, I think I would have taken smarts, but I'm with Haley now. I'd rather just be smart. Yeah. Or rather just be hot, rather. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I was younger, absolutely. I'd want to be smarter. Mm. But now I'm just like, pfft. I just want to coast. <laughs> just coast. I just want to live my life, make my yeah. money, and go home. Just enjoy my hotness, everyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm doing you the favor yeah, yeah, yeah. By, by walking around. Yeah. All right. I want to ask you guys this: How long does sibling rivalry last? A year or two? All of childhood? All of eternity? It never ends. It never ends. In a new poll of adults with at least one sibling, 51% said that they still have a competitive relationship with their siblings, and more than 20% say they still argue over who's the favorite child. Mm-hmm. 17% of people admit that they felt a rivalry with their siblings at every stage of their lives. Mm-hmm. The poll also asked what things they're most competitive with their siblings about, and the number one answer was career success. Oh, uh, yeah. I could, that could uh, totally throw a wrench into things. Right? Like if yeah. one sibling is way more successful in career sure, than the others. Because yeah. you're the you're the talk of the family. You're the talk of the family. Yeah. Your mom's constantly talking to all the aunts, yeah. raving about you, but sure. not raving about the other kid that's just not working or working just a regular job. Mm-hmm. Housing success is number two. Like who bought their house first or who has the biggest house or who has the best house. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. And other battles include sports skills. Skills, parenting skills, yikes, mm. cooking skills, who drives the nicest car, mm-hmm. who gives the best gifts, especially to their parents. 
Oh. Mm. Well, Timmy got me this. Oh. Let's see what you got me. Oh, <laughs> God. Oh. <laughs> A kettle. Oh, boy. Haley, <laughs> hey, are you and your brother, do you guys, you guys don't have rivalry, do you? Oh, we still fight constantly. Oh, do yeah. you? It got better once I moved out. And I'm like, we didn't see each other all the time. But even yeah. when we went back for that week in Arizona, yeah, he was yeah. staying with us. Yeah. I was ready to choke him. With the fighting, <laughs> is it uh, like competition? Do you find that it's like c- competing for your parents' attention too? It's not even like competition. We just fight to fight oh. at this point. Oh. Like one of us will start a fight. Like every just day. about anything? About is it, anything. Is it a personality clash? I think it's a personality clash. Because we are very similar and also very different. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of messed up. But we are similar in the ways that we like to argue. And we differ in our beliefs. Mm. On how things and like the government and all that stuff. And that just starts a fight. Oh yeah. Oh my god, it starts a fight. <laughs> and, and like you can't help yourself. No, because it's so much fun. Because him and I, we've been fighting and arguing for years. So we know where the lines are. Yeah, yeah. We can argue for hours and it'll be fine nobody's mm. getting in trouble nobody's getting hurt until it goes a little bit too far oh my god <laughs> and then it starts into a little bit of a fist fight and that's when booze is involved right <laughs> yeah. a fist fight oh yeah me and my brother used to get in fist fights fisticuffs yeah mm. that's what oh happens my. when you grow up with just like one other sibling <laughs> oh my god one of them's a punching bag yeah <laughs> it got to the point where I was bigger for the longest time uh-huh. and then he hit puberty and got taller than me and I was like I gotta stop fighting him <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna win <laughs> no no that's a losing battle <laughs> yeah here's what I want to know from you guys this morning 780-489-4669 also Haley between you and your brother who's winning in life yeah it's me <laughs> <laughs> I have a house and a husband. Uh, I'm winning. Oh, no. (laughs) All right, 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. And you know what? I'm actually going to give you guys a chance to, like, brag about your sibling. Mm -hmm. Do you have a sibling who's winning and you're not? Mm Mm-hmm. Who pays for dinner when you guys go out? Who pays for dinner? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. It's me. I pay for dinner when oh, it's with my brother. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm the better sibling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's a power move, too. It is. You're like, oh, I got it. It's like just one bill. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you're winning over your siblings, I mean, I guess you could brag, too, if you want. Absolutely. I don't know if anybody will want to, but you could. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But if you've got siblings that are clearly winning... And you're like, oh my god! They got that that ultimate promotion at work. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. They got like, the house. What? Yeah. They got the two point five kids. Yeah. And you're like, how? <laughs> you were a car. disaster growing up. <laughs> <laughs> you were a disaster. <laughs> you were a terrible teen. How the hell did this happen? When you go over to your parents' place, is your mom like, well, if you could just be more oh, like Michelle? And you're like, you hated Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> You used, to <laughs> you, you used to yell at me about Michelle. How do you love her now? <laughs> oh, God, that's funny. Mm. Oh, All God. right. Do you have a sibling who is clearly winning? Let us know. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. If you're just joining us this morning, uh, we're talking about the story that we had in the news that says a new poll of adults shows that for some brothers and sisters, sibling rivalry never ends. 51% say that they still have a competitive relationship with their siblings, and 17% of people said that they've always felt a rivalry. So we started joking around and talking about how um, your siblings are winning. Yeah. And we're kind of tongue-in-cheek it's with tongue it. tongue-in-cheek. We're just I having know. fun with this. I know. There's Some, some people, people are, are getting, getting a little, little too serious. A little pissy about it. <laughs> 
know, don't worry about it. <laughs> We're just having fun with it. It's the morning. We're going to have fun. Uh-huh. So we want to know, um, and this is a good chance, too, for you to brag about your siblings. Yeah. It's not that you hate them. No. It's just like, you're like, oh, my God, really? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Maybe you go over to visit your parents and you, you hear about them a lot. Yeah. Um, right? Yeah. It happens. Yes. Yeah. Uh, 780-489-4669 if you want to share a story here. Uh, you can stay anonymous if you like as well. Um, I got to end hanging on. How you doing? I am great. Thank you. How are you guys doing this morning? Good, Hi. good. Do you have a winning sibling or is it you? It's me, I think. Oh, okay. All right. So you, you feel like uh, your your parents are talking you up all the time. Well, it's not even that they talk me up. I'm not really close to my mom or anything, but I'm the one. I am, I'm the middle child, and I've been the only one that's gotten married. Okay. I'm the only one that has children. Okay. I'm the only one that has a career. Oh. I'm the only one that has a vehicle. I'm the only one that has a house. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, you... Yeah, you got all these key things, and sure. some people would see that as like, oh, my God. Damn yeah. you. Some They're be, winning. Some people see that as winning, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do your siblings ever yeah. call you out for it? Um, Not my younger brother, but my older sister every once in a while says, I'm so jealous. <laughs> you know, you have it all. But I am I kind of throw it back and say, but I've had a lot of sacrifices as well because I have lost a child and I've been divorced twice. So, yeah, I have had lots of sacrifices. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah, uh, all well, right. Yeah, there you go. All right. Okay, thanks, Ed. Thanks, Ed. All right. Thank you so much. Have a great day, yeah, guys. You too. Love your conversation. Oh, thank you. Thanks so much. Call All anytime. Right. Call anytime. Bye bye. Bye. Yeah. So uh, ends the one who's winning. Mm-hmm. If the if you measure success in those ways, sure. Yeah. And right? once again, we're just having fun. Just with having it. <laughs> it's tongue in cheek. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh, Paulina, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? Good. 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 Uh, with your siblings, is it a bit of a winning battle? Not at all. Oh, okay. not at all. Okay. Uh, I would say our rivalry ended when I started college and I'm in my last year of university and she just is starting university next year. So she got accepted and I couldn't be more proud of her. And oh, there's okay. like, she is way smarter than me. And like, she doesn't like to admit it, but her grades were so much better than me. Oh. And I like, there's not an ounce of jealousy and I'm just so excited for the life she's going to live. And I'm just like, I want to be her biggest fan in the corner. Oh, oh. that's awesome. Yeah. That's so great. Thank you so much for the call, Paulina. We appreciate it. Yes, of course. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Not a lot of rivalry going on there. (laughs) (laughs) No, but thank you for that. I get it. No, okay, you guys, listen. Rivalry. I get it that you love your siblings. We're not trying to like tear anybody down. But we are. We get it. But we like, you know, like laughter, tongue in cheek, fun. You can make fun of yourself. It's okay. It ain't happening. (laughs) It ain't. I guess. Let's try another one. I guess. Okay. All right. Uh, Caitlin, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you guys? <laughs> Doing pretty Doing good. Doing good. Uh, do you got uh, like a little sibling rivalry? Is uh, one of you winning? I mean, so like I think we're both winning. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. He 100%. He's my younger younger brother. So like, there was some fierce sibling rivalry growing up. Uh, but he makes like so much more money than I do. So much more money. But he loves money. And I've got, like, the stable job with, like, the husband and the baby and the dog and, you know. Yeah, he's got a different version. He's got a different version. And so, you know, he's very generous and he, you know, treats the family whenever he's around. And I gave him a niece. So, you know. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we, we give each other different things and we both win in different ways, but I would not want to play Monopoly around us still. That's, a, <laughs> right, okay. That's where it's the battle like 30, happens. It's been like 30 years and there is never a chance we can play Monopoly again. Oh, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, that does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so you're, Especially because he loves on... money, so he knows how to win. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right, okay. Thanks, Caitlin. Thanks, Caitlin. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. Yeah. Uh, this text here, 5679, says, Hey guys, I've always felt like my brother is the talk of my parents. <laughs> he is more successful than I am. I was kind of the black sheep of the family up until recently when the tables turned. Mm. Oh, damn. All because I got a really good career. I'm making some money now, but there's definitely still some competition between the both of us when it comes to material things and successes. Mm-hmm. Oh. Another one here at 5679 says, hey guys, please keep me anonymous. Uh, My brother and I absolutely have a quiet rivalry about us over who can make more money. Mm -hmm. I actually feel that it drives me in life. <laughs> yeah, sometimes that little that little push to yeah, be yeah. better than your sibling. Yeah, oh, it's all you need. It just lights that fire under it's your ass. The only motivation you need in life. <laughs> uh, Megan, how you doing? Good. How are you guys? Good. Good. Uh, would you say uh, you're winning or your siblings winning at life? <laughs> Oh, uh, my brother is killing it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. All right, what, what's he up yeah. to? I'm not doing bad. Like, I have a house, kids, like, married, good career. Yeah. But he has a wicked job. (laughs) His wife has a wicked job, and (laughs) he's in government. Yeah. And they have a very good making lots of money farm, and they have kids in a beautiful home, and uh, we differ on our political views, so the arguments do ensue when there's um, drinking involved. Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, you're arguing at his... While you're sitting at his 12-seater kitchen table <laughs> arguing <laughs> politics. <laughs> Looking around his big house. Yeah, yeah drinking his gray goose in my house. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. funny. But then you always make up at the yeah, end. Sure, yeah. Exactly. And I'm fairly certain my parents have the both equally, but, you know, I don't know what they actually think. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. that is hilarious. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> thanks. thanks for sharing that, Thanks, Megan. Thanks, Megan. Have a good one. Yeah, thanks. you too. Bye-bye. If you've got the bigger house than everybody, do you like quietly know it? Mm-hmm. Oh, probably. Yeah. Why do you think I always host Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> In my big house that I have room for everybody. You, yeah, leading up yeah. to it, you really complain about having the fact to, uh, having yeah. to host it. Yeah. And then, now. yeah, when the time comes, you're uh, like, mm. Which room would you like? I have some for you to choose from. <laughs> <laughs> if you drink too much, I have five spare rooms. <laughs> oh. uh, the Beast, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm pretty good. How are you guys? Good, good. We're good. Um, your sibling is totally winning at life, right? I actually have two siblings, and there was a moment that I thought I was winning, and then I realized that I'm the loser. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Okay, well, how did you come to that? I came to this conclusion when I started working, like, after I was done dealing with going to uh, college, I started working full-time jobs. I was working 40-plus hours a week. I was getting my steady paycheck. And I happened to turn back and look at both of my siblings. And my sister does work construction, so in the wintertime, she doesn't go anywhere. And my brother doesn't work at all either. Yeah. And then I, 
thought to myself, these two both managed to somehow successfully have a place to live, pay their bills. And then I thought to myself, why, why am I still working? (laughs) (laughs) She's like, what the hell? (laughs) Wait a second. Why are they enjoying life and I'm working all the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You should come out with us. And you're like, "Mm." (laughs) hmm. So I've I've decided that they're the ones who are winning and I'm I'm the one who's far behind. Oh, damn. Yeah. Uh, Are either of them working? Uh, right now, no. Yeah. Mm. Well, I guess what well, he's got a part-time job now. So yeah. I'm still- yeah. <laughs> are, are, are you on your way to work? You betcha. Have an awesome day. Thanks yeah. for sharing that. Thanks for sharing <laughs> that piece. <laughs> All right. Bye. I mean, that's kind of it too. Yeah. Like if you've got some siblings that are just like, whatever, man, just like, love, yeah, whatever, I'm just going to like, you know, work, work some odd jobs here yeah. or there, enjoy just my life. Sleep in, you do whatever sleep you need in. to do to have some walking cash. Yeah. Oh, it makes it easier to be the winning sibling when they do that. Just quit. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they're winning. Yeah. Are they? Because right? maybe you're rolling into work winning. just tired. Mm, seems like their goalposts might be closer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, here, uh, staying anonymous. How you sure. doing? Sure. I'm good. How are you? Good, hey. good. Um, so you're uh, you you're twins with your uh, brother, yeah. is it? Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay, Ooh, that'd be tough. That's a tough yeah. one. Yeah. Now, who is winning yeah. out of the twins? Well, it, in the beginning, it looked like he was winning. So if you compared it to we were pl- if we were playing Monopoly, it looked like he was collecting all the houses or anything. Okay. But then he landed. Then he landed on go directly to jail. <laughs> He was thrown in jail for fraud. Oh my oh. god! Oh no! Oh no! Oh. So Did you suspect? Did you suspect there was anything going on? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, but you don't really question it, right? No, no, not at all. You think, well, he's doing well. You know, he's got he's got the bucks and the house. And yeah, the, and you, yeah, you, you just know? don't you don't think about it. You're yeah. like, I don't know how he's doing it, but yeah, I guess whatever it. he's doing, he, it's working, and he's yeah. he's got the right contacts up right. until he doesn't That's have right. the right contacts. Now he's in jail. <laughs> no, then you hit. Yeah, go directly to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh no! no. <laughs> oh. So yeah, there's situations like that where you're really winning and yeah, then not. Yeah, there is and then not. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> Thanks, anonymous. <laughs> you're welcome. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. Love how she's like. It was, he was pretty. Like, it was top pretty clear. Tier. Yeah, she's like he was top winning. tier winning right there. <laughs> he was winning. He was doing it. Yeah. Oh, Do not collect no. two hundred dollars. No. Do not pass go. No. And then she quickly shot up oh, into first place immediately. That's how you do it. That's, <laughs> it's the easiest that's how you win your sibling rivalry. <laughs> Make sure your sibling goes to goes jail. To just wait. Jail. Just wait. It'll happen. <laughs> uh, another anonymous here. How are you doing today? Hi. How's it going? Hi. Good. Good. Oh, you're you have six siblings. How do you figure <laughs> yeah. out who's winning? Um. Well, I was the one that flew under the radar for a while, but nice. my my siblings, we all grew up kind of on a farm, as you do when you have seven kids, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so, a, like, my parents see success in a different way, so they're, like, farmers, and they uh, value, like, entrepreneurship and all that good stuff, and I'm a designated accountant, but, like, I went to university, I did the whole, the whole education route, and they, I feel like they're not proud of me so all my sister oh. who started, <laughs> my sister who started 
her own business and like safety consulting and stuff like that. They're like, they love her to death. But like me who went to school and worked my butt off, like she, like we're just comparing between us two. They, they just, they just see it differently. So yeah, yeah it's pretty it's yeah. a lot. <laughs> so it's up, it's, it's down. It's up, it's, up, it's down. down. And it's yeah. where they put their values. Down. Yeah. Cause for like you sure, said, sure. they see entrepreneurship and like doing that stuff on your own is a little higher of value. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm doing it for right. myself. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. And so, but I'm, I'm, I'm in my own world. I'm pretty successful. Yeah, I for sure. So. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if they sit back and they're like, damn you, Anonymous. Yeah, yeah no. You <laughs> they, just... they probably know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> probably. All right, thanks for sharing that. Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> this, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. All right, guys, we have to uh, all get together and help out a bunch of residences who are victims of the latest apartment fire. They are desperate to find their pets. So we got to keep a lookout. As residents of a South Edmonton apartment building destroyed by fire grapple with the loss of their possessions, also serious health concerns and possibly the loss of their beloved pets um, has it's well, it's got people in a tough spot, right? Mm-hmm. in a real tough spot. And it looks like now some of those residents are asking for help in finding their pets because they didn't find any evidence of perishing. Yeah, so hopefully they got out. So hopefully they got out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and also some GoFundMes have been launched as well because seven people were sent to hospital. Mm. Now, you might remember um, when this, this happened a, a number of days ago. And people had to leave the building very, very fast. It also involved a police incident. And now it looks like an individual has been charged with arson. That building is like I know, it's freaking toast. roasted. It's, I know. Oh. People said the fire alarms weren't going off. Really? Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, I read that on a, no. like a CTV article. I know. I saw some people were ended up just on the balcony. Like they were like, oh, yeah, oh what, what do you do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, what a nightmare. Yeah. Edmonton Fire Rescue Services confirmed yesterday that the fire was deliberately set after saying last week it appeared to have started in a main floor unit and then quickly moved up the building in the White Avenue area. Of the seven people taken to hospital, three have been released, but two remain in intensive care. Oh my God. 67-year-old Cindy Olds, who lived with her adult son Daniel and his two-year-old daughter Kelsey, um, who, by the way, Daniel is 32 years old, um, she is in a, uh, oh, it's just awful. Oh, and Kelsey Johnston, who is 32 rather, um, people are in medically induced comas. Oh, Some geez. people are intubated. Oh. They're using CPAPs to help people breathe. Kelsey and her boyfriend, Alex, um, are also helping for people to search their cats. Yeah. Mufasa, Rizla, and Shiva. And there's other people who have been posting pictures of their cats as well, hoping that the cats got out and maybe are just in the neighborhood. So if you live in that area where the apartment fire is, maybe you see a cat in your neighborhood or under your steps or under your car. Yeah, maybe it's one of them. Maybe it's one of them. See if you can get them in, mm-hmm. which, is, uh, oh, which is awful. Number of GoFundMe's have been launched as well. All you have to do is just Google Google the fire because there's a lot of information to give for you guys to go and click away. But just Google that South uh, South Edmonton apartment fire. Residents there desperate for answers. They're desperate to find their pets and they're desperate for their family members to heal up. Mm-hmm. Big time. So if you are able to help out, give that a Google and please do so. And again, if you see some cats, there's pictures of the cats in the article. 
Looks like some of them are really tightly bonded too. Oh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, guys. It is going to be a nice warm day today. Wow. Look at this sunrise as it comes up. Enjoy these warm temperatures because as we are about to glide into February, a forecast outlook from Environment Climate Change Canada is teasing that it's mild now, but it won't be for very long. Uh, thanks to the grips of a relatively strong El Nino, which has provided us with the warmest December on record last year. And these temperatures now is about to change. The guidance for February does show above normal precipitation. Oh, oh, we're actually going to get snow. So we could see some more snow coming. Yeah. And we could also see the cold temperatures sinking back in. Oh, no. Really? Here's what they say. Don't be surprised to see a bitter cold snap in February. Don't put away your winter clothing just yet. The likelihood of normal to above normal temperatures for the month of February is just not in play for the province of Alberta. Hmm. So it's going to be cold. Cold, snowy, windy, like the whole deal or just the the cold? The whole deal. Uh. And if you look ahead on the weather right now, it looks like after this week, we flip into highs of about minus 10. Uh. Lows in minus 20. I'm getting used to these temps. Mm -mm. Yeah, I know. Sorry, guys. I'm not ready. Ooh, listen to that. No. Oh, so cold. It's going to be cold. Get those blankets, extra blankets on the couch. I also read that the El Nino is losing strength, and we're about to slip in back into a La Nina for the summer. Oh, no. Sorry, guys. Hold on. Sorry, guys, it's just not going to happen. So just keep that in mind. Come February, we could see those cold weather again. Uh, I want to give a really big thanks because I got a story here about baking. Mm. Let me just get this. Sure, yeah. Um, To Summit Sourdough Mm -hmm. in Short Park, who just sent me the cutest sourdough package. Oh. And a big thanks to Haley, who got me a a toque for my sourdoughs. Didn't you get me a... Is that a a shower cap? Shower cap. Not a shower cap. It goes over top of... um, uh, your baked dishes. Yeah. <laughs> did she get it to you? Yes, she did. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, what, is, it? what yeah. is that? I call them toques. Uh, they're like little, bread toque. Little, yeah. little bread toques that I'm I like, put on. I think that was your other producer. I didn't know. <laughs> the better one. <laughs> the better producer. The one who's winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. No, big thank you to Summit Sourdough. Thanks, guys, for sending that over. Yeah, nice little I'm package excited. there. I'm Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get baking. This is good. There's mm-hmm. some old, uh, old stuff in there. What is it? 125-year-old starter. You got Gotta have the 125 year old starter. Yeah. Is it is it liquid? No, it's dried. Oh. So I've got to like rehydrate it and then activate uh, it. And then activate it. Oh. Which is exciting. I'm so excited for this. Thank you so much, you guys. That was really nice of you. That's cool. And maybe I should take my baking skills to this. There is a cross-country casting tour for the upcoming eighth season of the Great Canadian Baking Show. Mm. And they're about to touch down in Alberta. Oh. The CBC hit show is inviting talented Alberta homemakers and bakers to show off their skills in hopes of landing a coveted spot in the baking tent. Now, for those of you who watch the Great British Baking Show, this is Canada's version of it, and it's good. Yeah. It's really, really good. Bakers are being asked to register online and come prepped with a one- home-baked item that will show off your design, your technique, oh. and your flavor. Are you going to do it? No, I'm not. This oh, t- I'm not talented enough. Oh, no. oh. Have you ever watched this show? Yeah. It's all without a recipe. Yeah, you can do it without a recipe, no? Ooh, I don't know. Bake it a couple times, it'll be saved up there. Yeah, I don't know. Cut a couple apples or whatever, throw it on the tray, and you're like, bake goods. 
That's like Try Guys. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Just as a heads up, the show's team will be tasting the items hopeful contestants bring to their casting. So make sure if you guys are going to bring it, you're going to bring it. Now, you do have to get down to Calgary because they're only going to Calgary for the, uh, for the audition. But mm. it's pretty easy peasy. They're taking place Tuesday, February 13th at the Marriott downtown starting at 9 a.m. If you can't make it in person, you can also audition online. But see, now if they they have to taste your baking, yeah, the online, yeah, I'm gonna say any online, and you're not getting in. I don't know. You would have to be good. The show's eighth season is slated to film in Toronto in the spring and summer seasons of this year. So if you do make it, you've got to be down in Toronto as well for the filming. Just do it. Just have I'm not, at her. No, I'm not. I'm a bread baker. I'm not a dessert baker. What are you talking about? You've made tarts, torts, and cakes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, what is that I, uh, upside down thing? The molten yeah. thing? Oh. That sounds like more than bread. I don't. Okay. So I've done a few. I've done a few things, but I don't think you understand the level of talent. That you the were commissioned to do out. that three tier wedding cake. Oh I did God. do that. I banged it out in a night. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 oh I'm just God. kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, these people are talented, Crash, like talented. Yeah, you're talented too. And they tell you to like, they're like, make a baked Alaska. Oh, they tell you what to do? Yes. Oh, I thought you go in and you just make your own stuff. No, they're like, today's challenge is baked Alaska, go. Oh, what, God. What the hell is a baked Alaska? That would be my first question. Like a fish and bread? I'm pretty sure it's ice cream and then on top of it is a meringue that you light on fire. Oh, I don't know why I pictured fish. Haley's closest. It's a baking show, not a... <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought you bake like a loaf and... Put some fish and like a nice Alaskan fish. No, it's a dessert. No, this is desserts. This is a dessert show. Yeah. Some people like fish for dessert. Yeah. Mm. Nope. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> not Maybe really. not. Maybe not it's for not for yeah, everyone. It, yeah. But um, but nonetheless, you've got to be super talented, and a lot of it is without a recipe. Just walk in and be like, I know Claire Saffitz. I don't know Claire Saffitz. I want to know Claire Saffitz. I know of Claire Saffitz. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this text here, 5679, says my coworker was on the first season of that show. She made the anatomy of a heart cake. Ah, cool. See, like that's like artistry. Yeah, you can do that. I'm not that. Oh, wow. I am not that. We know I'm not that. What do you mean? I follow recipes and I, that's, I don't. I don't come up with my own stuff. I'm not a recipe maker. Uh-huh. I'm not like a art person. I, I don't make art out of my desserts. Well, don't put that on the radio. Claire Saffitz might hear it. Well, She'll no. be like, don't ever talk to me again. I wish Claire <laughs> Saffitz was talking to me. Yeah. <clears throat> Even if she was just telling you off. <laughs> I'd let her tell me off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I totally would. Yeah. Tell me you hate me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd make out with Claire Saffitz. Who wouldn't? I know. Yeah. <laughs> so true, right? I did some Googling. I'm L- in. Yeah. yeah. Lick that icing sugar off her lips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People are like, Mars, you took baking classes a while back. I did. Yeah, I did. But once again, it's recipe following and... Yeah, but if you if you get on the show, then just bang out a whole bunch of stuff. Like the... Just watch the episodes and see... I like, have watched the episodes. Typically what they're, they're asking you to cook. Yeah. Or bake. Oh. Isn't it all the same? Like a little bit of this, a little bit of that. No. Mix it together and whoop Not, not isn't at it, all. Isn't it all in the shape of it? It's not even close. <laughs> you know, baking. You have to know the chemistry behind baking soda, baking powder, what you use it for, when you don't use it. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just bring your, uh, bring your thermometer. No, they've got it all there. Oh. They've got all the tools. <laughs> uh, here. Uh, Megan, how you doing? 
Good, how are you? Good, Hi. good. Uh, you can hear Mars is like, uh, Eeyore, I can't do this. I can't. Um, you, you actually auditioned for the show last year, right? Cool. Yeah, I did. It was at a hotel in Edmonton last year. Oh, sweet. Oh, nice. What was the process like? Uh, we just had to bring something in that we baked and then waited for a few hours. And then they take pictures and taste it and ask you a bunch of questions. That's- and did you make it onto the show? No, I didn't. Oh, no. Are you a baker? Like, is that your job? No, no. I just really like to bake in my free time. What did you bring wow. to the audition? Uh, I made a cheesecake with a floating fruit champagne jelly on top. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> what What is a floating champagne jelly? Well, it's basically like jello, but it's made with champagne and Prosecco, and then you float fruit in it. Huh. Oh, okay. Oh, that's sweet. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Mars, do you yeah. feel like you could bring something like that Not to the audition? Not at all. I've never even heard of that. So, <laughs> nope. The answer is no. <laughs> well, that's cool. And that you, is cool. Too bad you didn't get on. Would you uh, audition this year? Are you going to head down to Calgary? Um, they actually sent me an email to do it all online, so I'm in the process right now of submitting again. Oh, oh. Right on. If you do it online, do you have to just like bake something and then take pictures of it or do video of it? Yeah, you do videos and pictures and all your past bakes and then submit it in. Oh. Okay. They don't really taste it, do they? No, they don't. They'll call you and then maybe they'll come to Nate and they'll ask you to bake there. Oh. oh, that's interesting. And we've been to the kitchens yeah. at, Nate, at Nate. They're like, that's pro. Yeah, yeah. that's some pro stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Fun. Well, we wish you luck this yeah, year, Megan. Yeah, I hope you get in, Megan. Maybe you and Mars oh, will be baby. like head to head. Megan's way more talented than I am. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. Oh, you'll win. All you'll right. win every time. Okay, thanks for sharing that. Yeah, thanks, thanks. for sharing okay, that. Thanks. Bye. Uh, this text here, 56789, says, My friend auditioned for the show several times. Oh. She can't get on it, and she is an insanely talented baker. Mm. Wow. Oh. And she hasn't been accepted. Then who are they taking? More talented wild. people. Don't you want some bad stuff on there too? Yeah. No. Right? Have a ringer in there. Yeah, you can't just have well. like awesome baked goods all the time. Yeah. You want to see, you need the drama of things not working out. You need a goof in the kitchen. Mm. <laughs> nope. The, dra- the drama is, is that even the best like stuff is that you could worst. eat yes is the worst <laughs> oh. and you see people leave and you're like that was incredible no they should have yeah. been kicked out and they're like sorry everybody was better than you this oh. is not like nailed it <laughs> no. now nailed it <laughs> that'd be way more fun I'd go on nailed it yeah <laughs> you should go on nailed it actually I definitely would do nailed it that would be a blast <laughs> you wouldn't win but oh yeah everybody would be laughing yeah <laughs> that's for sure alright guys the Super Bowl is coming up and ever since the Chiefs punched their ticket to the Super Bowl on Sunday, there's been talk of Taylor Swift joining Usher during the halftime show. Uh, oh, I don't think she'll. Perform. I don't think she is going to no. either. And according to TMZ, and this isn't surprising, Taylor will not be performing in any capacity. She will just be there as a fan to cheer on Travis Kelsey and the Chiefs. That's mm-hmm. it. But now there's a rumor going around that Taylor isn't even going to make it to Vegas. <gasps> She's doing the last of four straight shows in Tokyo the night before the game. Yeah. Tokyo, time-wise, 17 hours ahead of Las Vegas. So when the concert ends, it'll be around 5 or 6 a.m. Saturday Vegas time. Takes her 11 to 12 hours to fly from Tokyo to Las Vegas because she's flying private. So there's no issue with Taylor getting there. She'll even have all of Saturday night to rest up before the game. Yeah. She's got time. Yeah, but some are saying that it's doing all those shows and then flying that much is too much. She's going to crash. Taylor can handle it. She's not going to miss her man's biggest game of the year. 
I don't think she's gonna. Because the microphones caught the other day uh, him saying, I love you. Oh, well, that's cute. And they're like, oh, my God. Well, they've been <laughs> we, together we for a year. We finally captured audio, but that's the first audio of it. I know. Oh, yeah, right? love them. <laughs> I just love them together. <laughs> now, both United and American Airlines created flights to Vegas with numbers referencing Taylor and Travis. So that was pretty cute as well, if you want to check that out. But she's going to be there. Mm. But she's not getting on stage with us, Usher. I think Usher would be pissed. <laughs> if I was Usher, I'd be livid that she's even there. Yeah. <laughs> him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you know the cheering would be louder for her than him. Oh, my yeah, God, so yeah. So she's not going to upstage him mm-hmm. in any way. <laughs> All right, if you had a bagel this morning, I hate to tell you, you're doing it wrong. Why? Because today is National Croissant Day. Oh, I love a croissant. <laughs> I love a croissant. <laughs> and with that, it means it's time to oh. play a game. Oh, oh. about croissants? know a croissant as a French specialty. The croissant actually originated in Austria under the name Kipferls, and some people will argue that fact till the end of time. Marie Antoinette first introduced the Austrian pastry to France when she married into the royal family and requested the simple cake in the crescent shape of her homeland. Now, French bakers created fancier versions of Kipferls, and thus the croissant was born. In France, the croissant has come more sophisticated influenced by the cuisine style of its country. At its most basic level, mm-hmm. it's a breakfast pastry. pastry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I when you say croissant, I think breakfast. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm going to make croissants this year. Oh, are you really? I am. It is a trip. It is a lot of work. A lot it's of a lot of work. I've got a good uh, dinner recipe for, for croissants as well. Uh. You slice them in half <laughs> and they do like a mushroom. It's like a mushroom roux with like uh, chopped up mushrooms and onions in it and you put it over Swiss cheese and ham on the croissant and you bake it in the so oven. So you're going to cover my croissants oh, with cheese with and cheese. meat. Do yeah. not taste them. And sauce. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It kind of sounds like you're just making pizza on Yeah, it sounds <laughs> like pizza on a croissant. Pizza croissant. I think you have to use stale croissants to do that. Mm. You oh, give her stale ones? No, I think in order to like have, so it has... Oh, some oomph? Some, yeah, some like oomph to it. So that it will actually, <laughs> She's going to give you her Dales. I'll take them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not picky when it comes to bread. <laughs> That's true. Mars could hand me anything. She could hand me the end pieces of the bread. Thank you. <laughs> That's true. It is true. All right, so let's get to question number one. Ooh. During the Ottoman Turks' siege of Vienna, a baker baked it a pastry in the shape of a crescent to symbolize the emblem of Turkey, and this was the beginning of the croissant. What year did that baker bake the pastry into the shape of a crescent? Oh, my God. Now, this is during the <laughs> Ottoman Turks' siege of Vienna. Oh, no I was just idea. reading about the of this. <laughs> the, uh, the, Ottoman Turk yeah, siege. the Ottoman Turks' siege. I, I don't day. even have a popsicle's chance in hell on knowing when this is. That's uh, all right. 1780. All right, Crash is going 1780. That feels high. Oh. I hear Mary Antoinette, and I think, like, way back, they're beheading people. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go 16... 1603. Haley is going 1603. Yeah. Let me see here. One of you is the closest. Uh oh. One of you is very close. Oh my God, it's me. And the winner is 
Haley! Really? The year, in fact, was 1683. Oh, I was close. 1683. No, hold on. On that scale, I'm closer. No, you're not. You're 100 years off. Oh, yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Bad at at mathing. Yeah, yeah. You're 100 years off. Haley's only... 80 years off. 80 years off. Damn it. Yeah, so she's good. All right. All right. Make sure you guys get yourself a croissant today, by the way. Oh, I do love a croissant. Sounds like it would be really good. Mm. All right. In what year did the Austrian artillery officer August Zang found a Viennese bakery known as Boulangerie Viennoise at 92 Rue de Richelieu in Paris? And it served the first Parisian croissant. Oh, that one. uh, That one's written about in history books. Yes. Uh, amazing croissant. The size was incredible. Yeah. People gathered from all the other surrounding communities yeah, yeah. to see this croissant back in 1528. Fif- he's going <laughs> way back. You are not paying attention to the last question. To 1528. I, it's, Don't worry about it, Haley. It's definitely <laughs> older than 1683. <laughs> it's my guess. Um, I'm going to it's in the early 1700s. I think 1726. Haley's going 1726. A little bit after Mary Antoinette. <laughs> A little bit after. Alrighty. There is one clear winner. And it's not Crash? Oh, it's me. <laughs> I'm confident. The winner is close, but still off by 100 years. <laughs> and that person is Haley! Damn it! Damn it! The year, in fact, was 1839. Oh, so close. You went in the opposite direction. <laughs> yeah, you went, like, way back. You heard the date that the croissant was made, and you're like, let's go before that. <laughs> yeah, way before <laughs> Don't worry about it. Oh, boy. All right, let's do this one. All right, question. Don't take a chance. Crash has a time machine. I uh, sure does. All right. Question number three. Here we go. Question number three. Sylvain Claudius Guy was a French chef who sometimes said to have recorded the earliest recipe of the modern croissant. What year did his recipe for the modern croissant hit the books and it was published? A modern croissant. A modern croissant. In what year? It's the recorded earliest recipe of the modern croissant done by Sylvain Claudius Guy. Mm. In what year? Oh, well, when I was chatting with Jean Perret about her cookbooks, <laughs> right. yes. uh, we were talking about uh, yeah. Sylvani, Jean, whatever. Right, you didn't get any <laughs> that names guy. right, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, good call. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we, yeah, we were talking about uh, 1892. 1892. That's a good guess. Thanks. That is a good Jean guess. Jean Perret knows. Jean Perret knows. <laughs> See, I'm thinking later, because a lot of stuff got modernized in America when everybody's like, yeah, we want to Americanize it. We want not French fries. We want freedom fries. We want a modern croissant. We don't want none of that French croissant. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I'm thinking, not as late as you, but I think it's the early 1900s. I'm going to do 1944. 1944. 1944. Almost yeah. a full year off of crashes. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Oh boy! Oh, who's are we way off? Are we so off. So, what of you is closest by a couple hundred years? <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer is 1915. Oh, oh the damn. winner is Haley. Yeah, 
Kaylee, you are like killing it. I'm good at food. Uh, you know your breads. I do know my breads. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Um, by the way, uh, Haley, it, uh, I did say the French chef. Oh. And you went on a big American rant. Well, but that's he, okay. He modernized it for the French to, or for the Americans to enjoy. Haley's stars and bars are really shown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I honestly, after the question was done being asked, I'm just guessing dates. <laughs> Don't even remember what was asked. <laughs> That's true. And you guys, if you've, if you've noticed too, I always go like I start at the lowest date. Yeah, that's true. I'm gonna have to like, I'm gonna have to change that up one day. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got to mix it around because otherwise we're too good at guessing. That's right. Yeah, All we're right. so good at guessing. <laughs> <laughs> and one last question for you guys. Before it being National Croissant Day. Yeah. When baking croissants, this step is very important. It is the process of folding and rolling butter into the dough over and over again to create super thin layers. These layers, which alternate between butter and dough, are what give the croissants their signature honeycomb interior structure. Mm -hmm. What is that process called? Uh, The process... Uh, I think the process has evolved over the years. So you're with, doing dough butter, yeah. dough butter, dough butter. With different names, but you're looking for the current name of the process, okay. right? Okay. It's called... Uh, uh, it's called... It's the <laughs> tip of my tongue here. I know. I've, I've made croissants before. Yeah, yeah. And I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, my guess is it's called... Uh, preparing... Preparing the butter roll. Preparing? Are you locking that in? Preparing the butter roll. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's the modern take on it. The only thing I can hear in my head right now is from Schitt's Creek. Fold it in, David. <laughs> is it folding it in? Is it? Are you locking in? Fold it in. I'm, fo- I'm locking and fold it in. <laughs> folding it in. That process of thin layers, butter dough, butter dough, in order to give croissants their deliciousness and that interior is not called... Preparing the butter roll. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Close. No, nor is it called folded in. Damn. It is, in fact, lamination. Lamination. Oh. That makes sense. Yeah, because you're laminating the butter with the, the yeah, bread. The butter and, and the dough versa. and whatever it is. Yeah. I thought yeah. you were going to ask us how many layers. I was going to hazard a guess. That's a good, yeah, I don't know, four? It's more than that. What? I think it's more than that. Because oh. you've got to like fold it and like roll it out and then you put another thing of butter on it and you fold it, roll it out and you put it in the fridge for an hour to cool down. Mm. And then you do it again and again and again and again. You keep adding layers? Yeah. Multiple is that, layers. Is that how they make those big boys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Hella layers. How do they get the chocolate in them? Magic. Because before you roll the croissant. Oh, pre-roll. So you cut it into your long... Triangle. Uh, triangles once you've laminated the dough. Oh, and then you drizzle then you some put chocolate that, in you there. Put, well, no, it's like a chocolate stick. Yeah. Has anyone put after eight sticks in there? Oh, Imagine that. I don't oh know if I'd want a God. minty croissant. What? I think I do. <laughs> <laughs> a little minty and butter? Wouldn't that be good? Maybe. No? Candy cane sprinkled on the top. <laughs> oh. You like ham and cheese and put it in there. Mm. Apparently that's a pizza. <laughs> It is. It is. It's not a pizza, though, if it's rolled in there. You're cutting yours in half and using it as, like, dough. Yeah. (laughs) This text here, 5679, says, good thing Crash voted to be 90%. I know, right? (laughs) I love 
joking. That's from earlier in the show yeah. today. Bus Mama was listening. Uh, probably uh, changed my guess. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my That's god. Very funny. Maybe I should have taken that thirty. Well, <laughs> the clear winner was. Yeah, damn it, Haley. I'll take it. Well done, Haley. Haley won. Yeah. All right, guys, we gotta get to uh, an email that we got from a now family member. It's short. It's sweet. She wants to stay anonymous, though. Absolutely. She says, "Hey guys, I was hoping uh, for some advice from the now family, so I will be listening. I am 38 years old. I'm I've been divorced for five years, mm-hmm. and I am currently seeing the man of my dreams. Ooh. He has invited me." To join him in Italy in June for three weeks. Oh, wow. Lucky you. He wanted to pay for all of it. I said, absolutely not. So I will pay for my air travel and that is it. Mm. Food and accommodation. All of it will be taken care of. Oh. Fancy. The catch is, it's the same week as my sister's second wedding. Miss the wedding. Oh, it's just a second wedding. Whatever. Miss the wedding. She's 41. Oh, miss the wedding. She's getting married. It's her second wedding. Good luck. <laughs> I want to go to Italy with the man of my dreams over my sister's second wedding. Yeah, you can watch a Zoom wedding. Yeah. Get her a present from Italy. She'll love it. Yeah. I told my mom, and my mom said that I would be the biggest jerk in the world well, if yeah, I did that. Well, mom wants to go to Italy with <laughs> yeah. this guy. Mom's trying to make sure there's a spot cleared. <laughs> Guaranteed, if you offered mom a spot on that trip, she'd be like, see ya, daughter. Woo! <laughs> I'm not coming to your second wedding. Yeah, exactly. You're not getting another gift out of me. You don't think? Nope. No, you get one wedding. Nope. You yeah. get one. Mm-hmm. Really? Oh, 100%. Like, if I had a second wedding, say Hayden and I get divorced, I find the next man of my dreams. Yeah. I have a second wedding, and I invite you guys. Not going. Exactly. I'd go. Why? It's Haley. You wouldn't I love hurt, Haley. You wouldn't hurt my feelings if you didn't show up. Thank you. But then who would go? Good. Smaller weddings. Cheaper. Yeah, it's going to be way smaller. Oh. The people that feel obligated to go will go. Yeah. And the Besides people that, you. <laughs> it'll tell Toonie Bar on the invite, and then when you show up, it's open bar, because there's only five people there. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she says, should I miss the wedding? I'm really grappling with this. I'm going to tell you guys something, though. If I could do it without hurting feelings, I would absolutely go to Italy. I'll it's all Italy. I'm interested in. Then do Italy. Go to her third wedding. It'll be fine. Yeah, there's going to be a third. There's going to be another. <laughs> You guys think she should miss the wedding? 100%. I think, yeah. If it was 100%. me, I'd be missing the wedding. Yeah. 100%. Okay. And you can't be upset that people aren't going to go. No. To your wedding? Go to Italy. Yeah, absolutely. If there was a Taylor Swift concert the same day as my wedding, I would not be offended if people went to the concert. Yeah. I'd be like, you have a bonus ticket so mm-hmm. I can come too. Yeah, yeah. I'll miss my wedding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Here's okay. So basically, this is the man of her dreams. She says this is the new man. She's divorced. She's yeah. just she's just met. She met this guy. They've yeah. been together for a bit. Sure. He's like, babes, come to Italy with awesome. me. Awesome. That's great. Yeah. Go to uh, Italy. Yeah. Unless he's like stuffing your luggage with drugs to get you to smuggle. <laughs> no, I think she, she doesn't seem that way. <laughs> she, they've been together for a bit. <laughs> okay. She said all she's paying for is her airfare. That's it. Great. That's it. Yeah. He's, yeah, paying, yeah. he's got everything else. He's got the accommodations. He's got oh, the yeah. food. He's yeah. got the wine. Do it up. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Do it up. Have fun. All right. See, see how that pans out. Your sister will be there when you get home. See, but yeah. uh, here's some other Whatever. text. Say she may be salty. Your sister will never forgive you. Italy will always be there. Yeah. It, no. no. You'll have another wedding to make it up. Yeah, your sister's fine. fine. Someone says, can you go to the wedding and meet him in Italy later? Oh, but that's a lot of work. Uh, the wedding's probably like right smack dab in the middle of this trip. 
Yeah. This text here says, I would never in a trillion years let my sister miss an opportunity to go to Italy with a hottie. Screw my wedding. You go. Yeah. yeah. What does the sister have to say? Did the, has she mentioned uh, she, didn't, she doesn't mention it. She just says, I'll be listening and I'd love to hear from the now family. Oh, that's it. Definitely go. All right. Here's what I want to know from you guys. By the way, 99% of people if you're listening this morning, says, go to the, go to Italy. Yeah, Italy. <laughs> FaceTime's there for a reason. Yeah, get there. Yeah, yeah you can go yeah, to Italy. Yeah, go FaceTime, Zoom, whatever, do the wedding. We did a Zoom wedding. It was fine. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, we're like, oh, yay. You're not yeah, really watching yeah. it, but you're like, yeah, I was there. Oh, go to Italy. When are you ever going to go to Italy again where all you're going to have to pay for is airfare? Right. Apparently, oh. your sisters had a second wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're never going to go to Italy twice. Mm-hmm. Go to Italy. Go to Italy. Oh, my God, go to Italy. All right. Some people are saying it will ruin the relationship between the sisters. Nah, yeah, they'll blood. get over it. <laughs> <laughs> your blood. You have to be family. Yeah, yeah. that's true. All right, 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Are you willing to share why you missed the wedding? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe you had a big trip planned and you're like, sorry, I'm not I'm not going to go. Yeah, can't do it. doesn't jive with my schedule. Yeah, because everybody is agreeing. Like 99% of people are saying go to, go to, go, go to, to Italy. Italy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's no conversation there. Yeah, yeah. Girl, if you're listening, just go to Italy. Just yeah. go to Italy. Looks like you're going to Italy. Looks like <laughs> You can't hear sobs when you're across the continent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Haley, would you be mad if like some of your best friends were like, Haley, I can't go to your wedding because I have a vacation planned? Eh, I probably wouldn't care in the long run. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day. Initially, sure. You'd be like, oh, I really want you there. And they're like, sorry. I'm like, bring me I back didn't... a nice gift. Yeah. <laughs> You shouldn't have sent out your invites one month before. Yeah, see, that was my fault. <laughs> <laughs> that was an oops on my part. Yeah. Yeah. Would you go to Italy instead of your best friend's wedding? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If Hayden's like, we're going to Italy next month, and my friend's like, I'm getting married next month. Like, well, you should have told me sooner. Yeah. Yeah. Too bad. You're just going to go. Too bad. So sad. Yeah. Has anyone slept through a wedding? Like the the wedding's happening in the morning. You wake up really late. You're like, oh my God. (laughs) Miss a flight and you can't get to the wedding? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Maybe it wasn't just because there was something planned. Maybe you missed the flight. Yeah. That would suck. That would suck. Mm Mm-hmm. Like if you really wanted to go to this Mm -hmm. wedding? Yeah. It's also an excuse if you really don't want to go to the wedding. Whoops, missed that flight. <laughs> Someone wants to know if he booked Italy before the wedding knowing the date. I don't think so. I think that the... They just happened to match up. Or the wedding was booked and he's like, I'm going to Italy, babe. You coming? Yeah. That's the time off that he gets. and That's the time off that he gets. It is yeah. what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Um, why did you miss the wedding? Or why did someone miss yours? Mm-hmm. And like Crash said, it doesn't have to be like a conflict of of scheduling. Mm-hmm. It could be maybe you missed a flight. Maybe you yeah. slept in. Life got in the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you maybe, get the date wrong? <laughs> did you get the date? Could you imagine getting the date wrong? That is so funny. You mark it on your calendar for a week later. <laughs> maybe oh. your kids had a hockey tournament. Sure. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Right. And, and was the person that was getting married? Were they ticked off or were they like, eh, whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Like, because if your kids have a hockey tournament, you're supposed to be in bounce for a wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Good luck. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Why did you or why did someone you know miss the wedding? This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. 
If you're just joining us this morning, we're asking you guys, why did you miss the wedding? We got an email, a short, shorty but a sweet one, uh, from an AF family member who said that um, she's uh, 38, she's divorced. Uh, she's seeing a guy right now, and she's been invited to join him in Italy for three weeks in June, and all she has to pay for on her request is air travel. Uh, she says the catch is, though, it's the same week as her sister's second wedding. And she wanted to know if she's leaning towards going to Italy, but if... Uh, what you guys would do. And that got everybody chatting about the weddings that they missed yeah. and why they missed them or why somebody missed yours. Mm. Why somebody missed yours. And even then, like, even if it was her first wedding, it's still Italy three weeks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> three weeks. Bye. Three <laughs> weeks. Oh, I'd be gone so fast. Uh, send me pictures. Bye. That's crazy. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, why did, you, uh, why did you miss the wedding? 780-489-4669 yep. if you got a story here. Uh, Colleen, hello. Hi. Hey. Hi. Um, what happened with the, your uh, your cousin's brother here? Uh, so my cousin did an elopement for just immediate family in the mountains. Okay. And then she came back to Edmonton and had a small reception for other family and friends. Uh-huh. And her brother, my other cousin, uh, wasn't there because he was in Japan for a Pokemon tournament. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Well, you don't want to oh, miss that. So he... <laughs> yeah. He, he went was to representing, a... I guess, Canada because they didn't have oh. that many people participating in the Pokemon tournament from Canada. Wow. I mean, yeah, you got to miss. You, you got to miss to yeah. go to the Pokemon tournament. <laughs> you do. Was, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Was the family a little choked on that? No, they were totally cool with it because they did the ceremony in the mountains and guess, yeah. they had no problem with it. Yeah. 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 So he was already there for half the wedding anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. He got to be there for the, for the juicy part. Sure. Yeah, the, yeah. And the party exactly. he was off. Did, did, how did he do in the tournament? Uh, he got knocked out early. He said the oh. competitors, they are really strong, so. <laughs> well, they're ruthless. They're ruthless, yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're really, like, intense there. Yeah. I bet. Interesting story. Okay, thanks, Colleen. Thanks, Colleen. You're welcome. Okay, bye-bye. bye-bye. Pokemon tournament. That's mm. cool. That is cool. Good excuse to miss a wedding. Yeah. Yeah. That would work for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, this text here, 56789, says, please keep me anonymous. My now ex-husband's cousin was getting married in Mexico and we were booked to go to the wedding. Our daughter was asked to be the flower girl. We said yes. Between the time we booked and we went, he canceled the flights, etc. And our marriage started to dissolve. We separated afterwards, but he used the credit from the Mexico trip because when we canceled it, we didn't get money back. We just got a credit, which I paid for, by the way, to then take his mistress on a trip to Mexico instead. Oh, damn. That's why I missed the wedding. Oh my god. Wow. That was loaded. That was, <laughs> that was a biggie. Oh my god. That was a biggie. Yeah. Yeah. Um Chris, how you doing? Good yourself? Hey. hey. Doing pretty good. Uh oh, you ended up in a little predicament here, eh, with weddings? Yeah, I did. I had two very close friends getting married on the exact same day. Oh, damn. Oh, that is a conundrum. What do you do? Well, I chose the friend I knew the longest. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, one friend I knew, I've known since I was almost three years old. Yeah. And the other one was a high school friend. Mm. Yeah. So uh, I chose the friend that uh, I've known since I was almost three. Yeah. I was going. I was. I went to her wedding. Lucky for me, my friend who's in high school ended up canceling her wedding. Oh damn! Oh, so it's a good thing you RSVP to the other one. 
yeah, it was good because yeah, they ended up canceling. I can't remember why, but it's been almost twenty years. So, huh? Oh, that worked out. <laughs> yeah, that did work out. That's yeah. nice. Ultimately, if they were both on, like, what what would you have done? I would have tried to make the reception of the second one. Yeah, pop in. Okay, sure. Bring a gift. Yeah, yeah. Pop yeah. In. yeah. yeah. But uh, they were across the city from each other, so I don't know. It would have been tough. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, and like, it is what it is. Like, they can't, they're not changing their dates. Nope. I I even asked the friends. I go. I think, uh, what, what do I do? Like, I'm, I go. I want to go to both. Yeah. yeah, I think you made the right decision. And, and at the end of the day, one was canceled. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, you thanks. lucked out. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Thanks, buddy. No problem. Have a good day. Yeah, you too, man. Bye-bye. Yeah. Yeah, you almost hope for that. Yeah. Double wedding. Double I, wedding day. I yeah. had that a couple years ago. My uh, girl, the girl who was the maid of honor at my wedding and my uh, uh, Hayden's cousins got married on the same day. Mm. And they were in opposite ends. Oh, no. Uh. So I went to both. Oh. I went to my girlfriend's ceremony and saw her married and then yeah. went and partied with Hayden's family. Oh. Yeah. Was the uh, first one where they choked that you weren't partying with them? They were a little upset. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, well, I can't pick between <laughs> my friends and my future family. Yeah, you can't be in two places at once. So yeah. I, I was like, do you want me to see you married or do you want me to party with you? And Hayden's like, well, I want to party at the family one because we had a ride home. And I was like, sure. Sold. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> You're like, where's our transportation coming from this evening? Yeah. We'll do that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this text here, 56789, says, uh, hey, guys, uh, one of my good friends back in the day was the reason, and it was actually the reason why my wife and I met, was supposed to be one of my groomsmen, contacted me close to the wedding date saying he was going to miss our wedding because he was ter- returning from his trip from Thailand two days before. And even though he'd be in the city, he said he would, quote, be too jet lagged to make it. You can have some jet lag. Yeah. yeah. You can still go to a I'd wedding. I'd be like, if I'm at your wedding, I want to be fully aware and fully alert. Right, sure you so, do. Uh, That's right. Yeah, I'm just a waste of a seat. <laughs> Two days? <laughs> That's not enough time. We've come to work 24 hours after. Yeah, but it's not, uh, we're not celebrating uh, a couple coming together. Sure, right. <laughs> He did miss it. He didn't even try. And our relationship relationship basically disintegrated after that. Yeah, that's not a lot of notice. Mm -hmm. Oh, listen to this one here. Says, uh, hey guys, I got married. Uh, I married my now ex. We got married in Canmore. We did a dinner at Saltillo in Banff. Then we arranged for horse-drawn carriages to take us up to the hot springs. Um, We were only a small group of about uh, uh, 10 people in the wedding. Mm. My now ex-sister-in-law came to my wedding and then stood up and left mid-dinner because their nine-year-old had a ringette game in Lethbridge. (laughs) Bye. And no one told us. It was a surprise to us. We had a tiny wedding, so when we started off as a group of 10 and we left as a group of seven, Mm. it was noticed. Well, they showed... They showed, but you can't show up and then be like, we got to go. Yeah, you got to give some notice. You got to like chat it out, you know? Especially when there's only a handful of people there and it's going to be noticeable when you leave. Mm. You should give them a heads up. Did they get it? They got a bite to eat though, right? Left halfway through dinner. Uh, Eat your meal quick. (laughs) See, now I'm mad that you even ate because I'm paying for it. Right? (laughs) Right? It's expensive. It is expensive. Throw down Mm -hmm. a couple 20s. Be like, we gotta go? Just come to the ceremony. (laughs) Don't come eat. That's right. You're right, Haley. 
Don't come eat. The food is when it becomes a problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were at a restaurant. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, that's expensive. Hmm. Uh, Amanda, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good, good. Um, so someone didn't show up to your wedding, right? Yeah, yeah. My parents had a nasty split. And yeah. uh, we just did a really small wedding. Yeah. And my dad and his wife chose not to come because they didn't want to be in the same and my and my younger sister, they didn't want to be in the same room as oh, the other yeah. oh, side, so. No, Your you're kidding. Yeah. So who so, so your dad and your younger sister did not go to your wedding? Yeah, and my and my stepmom. And uh, it actually made it like way less stressful. I was like having real anxiety about everyone being together. Oh. So I mean it ended up being better, but I did I did miss, you know. My sure. dad being there. Yeah, it would have been nice yeah. to have him there. But, but also, on the other hand, you're like, yeah. I avoided drama. I did, yes. Which is yeah, the really mature way to look at it. And I, yeah. Yeah. You were able to have a good time. Does anybody have any regret? Like, does your does your sister regret it? Does your dad regret it? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> we're a little estranged. Yeah. Like okay. at this point now, so. Yeah, I would imagine he like uh, he called you or sent you a text or Facetime that day. Yeah, yeah, I think I got a phone call. Yeah, yeah so yeah. Yeah, there was some contact. Hey, you know what? You had a great night. You had a great wedding. Yeah. Nobody was fighting. The attention was all on you. Yeah, sometimes it works. That's okay. the way yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. First things first, uh, it looks like we have lost our app. What? <laughs> yeah. It's down. Um, it's, I can't get it to work on my phone. I can't get it to work on a web browser. I can't get it to work on our back end. Yeah, I, I can't get it to work. So here's the thing: is you can still text us at five six seven eight nine, and we can see that through our texting program. But for those of you who like hang out on the app or like want to see what people are texting, it's all gone. of that is gone. Yeah. Well, email it just came away. down. Budget cuts gone for good. <laughs> it's not gone for it's good. It's costing Jamie too much. Yeah. So they're working on it, but yeah, I like even refreshing. It's just it's not even. Yeah. She dead. She's dead. You can still watch us now. TV works. Oh, there you go. Now TV works. You just can't see any of the text. You just remember, can't see the conversation. Remember we were talking about um, uh, subtitles the other day? Yeah. Can you subtitle Now TV? Like I if you're running know. it like at your desk, that wouldn't it be neat to have subtitles on yeah, there? Yeah, it would be. So instead of, you don't necessarily need to run the audio. You don't need to be Some people can't run the audio, right? Yeah. yeah. Can I don't sub- know. Can you subtitle it? Maybe. Sounds like an engineering question. Yeah, that's not a Haley and Marzi question. <laughs> we don't freaking know. Haley's the fixer. No. Um, no. <laughs> don't set that up because then they're going to come to me for every problem. Yeah, any yeah. problem, contact Haley. No, Haley's the emailer. <laughs> yeah, I'm the hunter down. The liaison between yeah, the engineers. Yeah, that's right. I find the fixer. Ah, uh, gotcha. That's my job. Yeah. That's right. So it is down right now. Uh, they are working on it, but you can still text us. We can see your text messages at 56789. Let's get to the news here for you guys. It is is Tuesday, January the 30th. Crash, if you can pop me up, I've got some really good news. This guy is coming to the city. Hopefully there's no swears in this because I'm running it off YouTube. Oh, no. That's good. Irish singer-songwriter Hosier is currently on his most extensive headlining run in North America, and it's been announced he's taking the tour through Edmonton this summer. The Grammy-nominated superstar is bringing his Unreal Unearth tour to Scotiabank Saddledome in Calgary on the 24th and here in Edmonton. Hang on a second. Why don't you give me Edmonton dates? Have they not been announced yet? Oh, is he only doing Calgary? No, no, no. He's coming to Edmonton. You better be here. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> By the way, if you do want to check out tickets to Jose, uh, they go on sale on uh, Friday, February the 2nd. Hang on. Where's the Edmonton date? Where's the Where's the Edmonton date? Uh-oh. Give us the Edmonton he's date. He's coming. He's coming. He's coming. If you announce Calgary, you, you announce your Edmonton date. Yeah, other Canadian dates that were just added included Edmonton, Saskatoon, and Winnipeg. They just don't have the Which is pretty good, now. and I'm not Googling fast enough. I've got too much going on here. I can't find it. <laughs> yeah. So Close there you go. If you do want to check it out, he is coming to Edmonton. August 24th. There you go. August the 24th. Jose is a multi-platinum artist whose breakout debut single, Take Me to Church, dominated charts around the world. His debut album went six times platinum in Ireland and multi-platinum in several other countries. Where's he playing? Rogers. Rogers, that'd be sweet. That'd be a good show. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that would be a really good show. Mm -hmm. So if you do want to get some tickets, they go on sale this Friday. Yeah, August 24th, 2024. Beauty at Rogers. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's fine. That'd be Mm -hmm. rad. All right, RCMP are asking for your help. After a 500-pound taxidermy polar bear was stolen from a resort in Sturgeon County. Well, when, you, when you put something like that out, it's going to get legs. Well, it's been out for a while. Yeah. Mounties say on January 22nd, Redwater RCMP received a report of a break and enter to the Lily Lake Resort on Lily Lake Road in really? Sturgeon County. Police were told that someone gained entry into the resort and stole a 500-pound taxidermied polar bear with police attaching a photo of the massive bear in the news release. <sighs> That thing's a beast. They stole that bear? They stole the bear. I've been there before. I can't believe they got the bear out of there. They got the bear out. That's wild. Is it a nice resort, Haley? Yeah. They do a Mother's Day brunch there that we went there for, and it was so good. Oh, that's cool. Did you sit at the base of the bear? No, not at the base of the bear. I was terrified of the bear. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, In uh, in the story here, uh, they show the raccoon too. Did they steal the raccoon as well? That happened in August of 2023. Two taxidermy raccoons were stolen. Oh my uh. god! Mounties took out a photo of the. Uh, they put out a photo of the raccoons as well. Yeah, there's not a lot to do in Bonacord and Redwater. <laughs> <laughs> I did grow up there. Where do you put this bear though? Because now you, everyone knows it's stolen. You can't just have it in your rec room. Oh, you Sell could. It. There's there's a lot of houses out there that I could see <laughs> a polar bear being. But in. like you, you're going to risk being charged for. Oh yeah. For that? Oh, yeah. I kind of feel like Haley wants Listen, a bear. I'm from out there. I know what it's like. Okay. <laughs> Somebody has that bear in their living room. All right. Guaranteed. Oh, or right. it's in a shop. That's the new Christmas tree. That bear is going <laughs> to yeah. celebrate every season. Well, this is no small potatoes. They're estimating the cost of those animals at $35,000. Taxidermy's not cheap. No, no, it's not. It's not. So if you have any information on this incident, you are being asked to call the Redwater RCMP. Mm-hmm. If you want to remain non-anonymous, you can do so through Crime Stoppers or on, by giving them a shout on their 1-800 number or going online. Mm-hmm. I still can't believe they took that there. Yeah, they were able to take it. <laughs> do they give the height of it? Like, it's, that thing's got to be at least 9 feet tall. Just the weight. They said it's 500 pounds. <coughs> and that's, I guess with the base. That's yeah. pretty heavy, though, like, considering it's just, like, skin around a form. I'm guessing, yeah, the base is probably the base, too, that's mounted. Yeah. That's got some weight to it, so it doesn't topple over. Yeah, I don't know. So if you know where that bear is, the cops would like to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Something else that's worth worth a lot of money, a mysterious case of 1979 hockey cards found in a Regina basement could fetch more than a million dollars. 
For those of you who collect hockey cards, this oh, is wow. like the dream. Yeah, we all dream about that. You find a box of cards and you're like, yep. I got it. I have a whole bin of cards. Yeah. Baseball cards, hockey cards. I don't know. Oh. Inside the case are 16 unopened wax boxes of 1979 to 1980 Opeachy hockey cards. With 48 packs, 10 cards per box, a total of 7,680 cards. Now, for serious collectors, only around 20 of those cards actually matter. Based on statistical probability, that's how many pristine Wayne Gretzky rookie cards might be locked inside these unopened boxes and cases. This headline uh, on CTV Regina, this is how they list it. Million dollar bidding war underway. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. As of Monday morning, so yesterday, the bidding on the cases surpassed a million bucks. What? And that auction will be up and running through late February so that price could soar. What a find. According to Heritage Auctions, they're saying that, quote, the outrageous holy grail of hockey cards sat undetected for years collecting dust because it was part of a bulk purchase by the Regina-based seller. Oh, damn. And just put them away. Yep. Yeah, they the, put them away. It says uh, the case has been around for 40 years. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the family who had the case had it for 40 years. They said that they thought maybe it would be worth about 300000 Mm-hmm. And then someone said to them, you might want to check and see what exactly like you have in that box. The owner pulled back about an inch of the case and found the white boxes, opening them up to the fact that the boxes contained the cards from those years of 1979 to 1980. That includes cards with images from Gretzky's rookie professional season of 78 to 79. So if you get these, you have to open them up and go through the cards and see if they have a Gretzky. Oh, Damn. And that would hurt, too, because you're opening all these packs, and you're like, oh, I'm ruining it, I'm ruining <laughs> yeah, it, because like, they're, you know, yeah, they're all being opened. I'm not a card. Are they worth more if you don't open? Yeah, I'm not. I don't know much about hockey cards. If you guys get this haul, do you open them? I think you'd have to. Or do you leave them? Because the, there's also value there, too, of the unknown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, especially, like, they opened a couple and found all these. Sell the rest for, t- like, ten times the amount because people love the unknown. What's in here? Well, the whole, that whole case is over a million dollars. Like, that whole they're picture. They're selling the whole chunk. They're selling the uh, whole chunk. All right. Oh, so wow. if you pick them up, like, you, let's say you pay $1.5 million for these cards. Yeah. You pick them up, and then you have to decide whether or not you open them or you don't. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Damn. Yeah, that's a lot. Right? A little lotto win there for them. And one of the reasons why they're so expensive is because they're unopened. Yeah. And uh, are my untouched. hockey my hockey card collectors are texting in at 56789 saying the case is worth more unopened. Yeah, I figure as much, eh? So don't open it. Yeah. Crash, that would drive you bananas. Oh, my God. It's like having a safe that you can't open. Yeah, you would not be able to have these cards. No. I, yeah, I'm trying to think of my bin. I don't think I have. I probably have a couple packs of like uh, OPG upper deck cards that aren't opened, but the rest are all just open and thrown in a box. The thrown it, yeah. So they're yeah. Once they start, couple to, plastic slides, yeah. Their sleeves rather, open, but, I know some people are like, I have binders of this. Yeah. The binders, nah. Uh, mine are probably all garbage. Probably. I don't, know, I don't know if they're garbage. Well, I don't think I'm retiring on them. I think they're just really taking up space. And part of my decluttering this year, get them out of there. Get them out of there. <laughs> I wish I could put a picture up in the app for you guys, but I can't because it's not working. But if I can describe, imagine like you're a store 
and you get like a giant cardboard box. You open up that box and inside are white boxes that say Opeachy Hockey. And the boxes are probably what? They're your display boxes. 12 by 12? Yeah. And those are what's sealed. Mm. So you have to open those to get to the packs inside. The price of them, uh, yeah. 16 boxes, 48 count, 20 cents a pack. Yeah. That's what they're going for. Yeah. It says hockey action cards with bubble gum, one big series. <laughs> so each pack has bubble gum. Each pack Hopefully has gum. bubble gum didn't deteriorate and ruin the cards. Well, that's oh. what that, that's what you're, you're in an auction for. You can't see them. <laughs> Gambling on it. Just sugar. Oh and God. everybody's texting in saying if you buy those boxes, you do not open them. You just you hang just, on to them sealed. And do, like, do you flip them? I, I, you keep moving them around till they're they max out on like auction worth. them off for another million dollars. Yeah, yeah, I guess. You gotta. So nonetheless, that auction goes mm. until the middle of February if you want to go and check it out. Hmm. We're going to talk about the Stanley Cup, but not in the terms of the NHL. We're going back to those tumblers, the Stanley Cup. SNL had a heyday with Stanley. Yeah, I know they did. I saw that. The big dumb cup. (laughs) Yeah. It's pretty funny. Now, Stanley Cup, the popular water bottles cherished by many on social media, has now come under some scrutiny over claims that the product contains lead. What? Mm. Which they said it does. Wait, really? They said it does. Yeah. Oh, wait, really? Yeah, the cups, yeah. yeah, but it's such a small amount. It's, it's a non-issue, but it does contain lead. Yeah, what about the, the knockoffs? <laughs> probably. Those probably, probably, probably more lead. With lead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, apparently, some social media users shared videos where they conducted at-home lead tests on the tumblers, and in the videos, some of the testers reported positive for lead. There are traces of lead within the product, according to the U.S.-based company. However, it added that the lead is not present on the surface of the bottle. Now, Stanley did, the company was asked about this, and they said, yeah, there's lead in our products. What? They said, but it's safe and it meets all the regulatory requirements. We're not doing anything wrong. (laughs) Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. (laughs) They said one of the key features of their products is their vacuum insulation technology, which provides consumers with drinkware that keeps beverages at the ideal temperature, so the lead should never get to you. But nothing lasts forever. Mm. No. One, the Stanley hype won't last forever, so the landfills are going to be filled with these cups. Oh, yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> Lead. <laughs> Stanley cups have taken over Instagram and TikTok as a very popular stainless steel water bottle. So I have those lead tests at home. Do you? I do. Why do you have lead tests at home? Because I stumbled across a TikTok a while ago that said you needed to test your dog's toys for lead. (laughs) Okay. Because apparently that was a thing. Right. And so I bought them. None of my dog's toys have lead, but I still have a bunch of the container, like the little swabs. Oh. I should test my container. You You should. should. Bring them in. I'll bring them in. Yeah, bring them in. How many do you have? Are they expensive? It's a tube of them. There's a bunch. Oh. So we can swab a bunch of stuff. Oh, can we? Can I put one on my tongue? Yeah, absolutely. Imagine if I tested positive for lead. Do you want to put a lead tester in your mouth? I do. There's chemicals in there, though. I don't know if you want to test with chemicals on your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? How does it work, like, with a dog toy? Because is it like those, uh, like, litmus papers? Kind of, but they're like a swab. They're like a Q-tip. So you run them under a little bit of water, get them wet, and then when you swab them on something, if it changes, like, a dark red, it means it has lead in it. No way! But the water might have lead in it. Then that's how you find out that you have lead pipes. <laughs> you probably have to do like some controls. Just like to test see. the water first yeah. and then see that that's neutral. Yeah. 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 Oh. But yeah, I'll have to bring them in. Where'd you get those from? Amazon. Amazon, <laughs> for sure. Oh, yeah, there it is. The lead pet, lead paint test kit on Amazon. Yeah. 
Amazon.ca. Yeah, it's got the little around the around the edge of the wrapper. It has the the litmus colors yeah, to yeah. see. You gotta match it to the color yeah. to see. If yeah, it's, it's like, a, yeah. like testing your pool temp, your uh, yeah. sure. pool chemicals and yeah. stuff. Did you test your dog toys? I did. And would they come back as then no lead? So we're good. I'm huh. a good dog parent. Well, that's good. Even <laughs> oh. the cheap ones, they're good. Even the cheap ones were good. Nice. Yeah, I was oh. okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I was a little worried. Like I don't want them eating lead. I feel like lead ends up in the weirdest places. Doesn't it just though? Right, like it, yeah. in paint. Yeah, but well, why? No yeah. more. I don't think there's lead in paint anymore. No, I think we're free on that. Yeah, we're yeah. free on that. No, just like any sort of product. Like a, all of a sudden you're reading a tag on your t-shirt. You're like, may contain lead. You're like, what? Make <laughs> it on your t-shirt. <laughs> may contain lead. That sucks. Yeah. All righty. This story uh, is for anybody who is on their phone and who has anxiety. We're probably all on our phones way too much. Oh, yeah. And while some of us use our phones as like, you know, worry-free, most of us don't. So they say that these are four phone habits that could be signs of anxiety, and you should try to curb them if you can. Okay. Um, number one. Oh, and by the way, um, therapists did share the list of phone habits that people have that might actually be a sign of anxiety. And one of them, the top one, is you're not able to put your phone down. Mm-hmm. In other words, you can't like go out and leave your phone at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah. Mm. Sure, yeah. You're missing out on something. I guess. You're missing out on the connection to the world. <laughs> could you go out and leave your phone at home? Uh, maybe. Maybe not. I don't think you could. Uh, probably not. I don't think I could. Yeah. I could. Mm. I'd like to think that I could. Sure, yeah. But I, don't, I think once I'm out there, I'd be anxious. Yeah. Like, what if I have to Google something? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> what if I need a map? <laughs> what if I'm missing a call? The calls that I never get. <laughs> what if mom is calling me right now? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it funny that we can't go out without our phone? Yeah. Oh, well, just... I think it's typical because your world revolves around yeah. it. Yeah, sure does. It's your connection. Yeah. Well, here's what they say that you should stop doing. Number one, doom scrolling. <laughs> it's still a thing, and that's when you constantly search for disturbing news, even though that news never makes you feel very good. No, yeah. that's called our job. <laughs> We're yeah. like, oh, God, terrible, I terrible, terrible. Like, I try to build news stories that are more uplifting. Because no, but... like, I could sit here and give you guys all of the worst news of the day. Well, no, but you're choosing not to. But like uh, in the morning when we're sifting through uh, websites, we're still yeah, looking. Yeah, I have to see it. Yeah, I'm still sifting in the office through yeah. horrible stories. I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, this is how I'm starting my day. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. And then you find the good stories yeah. and then pull out of that. Yeah. Uh, number two, you avoid people by using your phone. So in other words, have you ever acted like you're on your phone to avoid talking to people? If you're avoiding real life <laughs> interactions in favor of your phone, it could be a sign of anxiety. Oh, mm-hmm. Sometimes. Yeah, because yeah. you don't want to talk. Yeah. If I'm in a <laughs> yeah. waiting in line to get my coffee mm-hmm. and I'm waiting for my coffee to get pulled and there's people around me, I'm on my phone. Sure. Yeah. Are yeah. you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Elevators. Yeah. Do you want small chat in an elevator or just uh, grab your phone? God, no. I, why would you talk to anybody in an well, elevator? Well, some people love to get chatty in an elevator, and you really don't want to. No, because you're trapped. It's like a forced conversation. <laughs> it's like 20 seconds. It's too long. <laughs> 20 seconds, seconds of torture. Yeah, it is. Sometimes it feels like that. Uh, number three, you have the inability to put your phone down. So in other words, you have trouble separating from your phone. Especially when you don't need it. Like, there's no need for you to be on your phone, Mm -hmm. but you are anyways. Like, for example, if you're constantly on your phone when you're in the gym, Mm. if you can't put your phone down for a work meeting. I noticed something at the gym. Uh, I don't know if it's new this year. I'm just a little more observant. Uh, A lot of people are on their phone at the gym, but in between sets, they're playing games. What? They have games running on their phone. Because I, uh, someone was working out beside me the other day, and I'm like, oh, yeah, just have a little peek. I'm like, oh, they're freaking playing a game. And I've seen that so much. 
I can't do that. Why? I wonder is if Bango like a couple rounds or something? Yeah. Do you like your minute break and then get back? It's not like they're like just at the gym playing a game. Yeah. So in they, between they do sets. their set yeah. and then they sit down For and they one do minute. a couple rounds of their game. And then back at it. I wonder if it's a timing thing. Might be. Maybe. Because I would get sucked in that game and I'd be sitting on that machine for 10 minutes <laughs> and like trying to kill all the ghosties. Yeah, no, people are, they, they play the game, throw the phone on the floor and then do another set. Hey, as long as they're moving. Oh yeah, for sure. That's all that matters. Yeah, yeah, they just use it as uh, their time, I guess. This text here, 5678 says, wasn't my husband playing the game? It drives me crazy. He works out for three hours a day and I've even seen him. In between, he plays a stupid video game. It makes me insane. Mm-hmm. He works out for three hours a day? Holy That's crap. That's a long time. Come home with a giant pump. Oh, do you though? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's a long time. Uh, but yeah, the, people are playing games. It's wild. This text here says, hey guys, something I recommend is wait to check out your social media until you're actually on your computer. On your computer? Oh it feels God. way more out of the way. So you don't, you're not constantly scrolling through Snapchat or Instagram or Facebook. I highly recommend it. Who's looking at their social media on a computer? Right? Uh-huh. You open up Instagram, www.instagram.com. <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing that. It slows you down. Oh my God. Yeah. Right? I'd feel like my grandma. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do I open the Instagram? <laughs> takes you, takes you off it. Because if not, your, update. your uh, face is buried in it constantly. That's Bye. true. Yeah. yeah. And the last one on my list, don't do you panic like a crazy person when your phone isn't working? If you feel super nervous or panicking when your phone dies or doesn't have Wi-Fi, that could be a little bit of a problem. Now, this doesn't include people who use their phones for safety. I mean, obviously, you need it. It's more of a red flag if you're freaking out because you can't access Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really... Uh. But then, like, it's other things. You load Amazon. You're like, come on, load already. Oh, that's because I need to do a chore. I need Where's to, like, buy things. Yeah, or I need to see where my package is. But as for, like, scrolling through social media, yeah. Yeah. I've been trying to stop scrolling on TikTok as much. It's still, it sucks that's me just in. so good. Every single time. <laughs> Every single time. I'm like, I'll just watch a couple of videos. And mm-hmm. it's four hours later. I know. And I'm like, where did my day time go? Time can fly by. Crazy? Yeah, with reels go? and TikTok, sure. Oh my God, it just is such a time suck. Yeah, yeah. And I love it. I know. I love it so much. It's so good. People are creative. I know. Yeah. There's Even some the good non-creative ones are great. There's some good stuff on there. Yeah. I love a little chuckle throughout mm-hmm. my day. Is it worth losing four hours over, though? Sometimes. Oh, sometimes it is. <laughs> if you've got nothing going on, you got time to kill? Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. This text here, 5679, says, My husband literally cannot put his phone down. He always needs stimulation. He's always playing this game called Hearthstone, and if he isn't playing that, then he's watching hockey. It's either one or the other, hockey or phone in his hand. Oh. It drives me out. Absolutely nuts. <laughs> oh my gosh, this text here says, hey guys, I've had to go to counseling with this for my husband. We have three kids and he's never there for anything. He's always on his phone. Oh, jeez. It's his downtime. But it, you, you know. can't have downtime all <laughs> the time. Especially if you have kids in a family. Yeah. yeah. You can't have downtime all the time, every day. Yeah. This text here says, imagine how many people are losing their minds right now because your guys' app is down. I know. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I forgot we even had the app. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it's still down. Yeah, it's still down. Yeah. It's still down. They're having a huge outage. Mm. Are they? Oh, yeah. I got in contact Company with the boss. Yeah. We can't even e- email them. Their servers are so down. <laughs> Imagine if they just, like, packed up and left. Imagine. What would we, what would we do? Like, the whole company is, like, we, we, they just, like, pulled, and then we can't it's, get a hold of anybody? It's time to move on. Figure oh. something else out. Oh, no. That's making my palms sweat. <laughs> is it? I'm not ready for change. <laughs> 
It becomes your problem, Haley. You figure it out. Oh, God, it would be my problem. Mm. They'll figure it out. It'll get up and going. I Mm. hope so. All right, speaking of social media, some TikToker accidentally dropped her huge diamond ring on a pan full of Brussels sprouts and then slapped it in the oven and baked it. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) It's pretty funny. Um, I don't believe anything that I see on TikTok, though. This one looks incredibly set up because there isn't even like a... Like, it literally just looks looks like the ring was just put there. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's not, like, covered in anything? No, it's not, like, covered in oil, or it's not like it got... Like, you were tossing them and it slipped off, kind of? Yeah. How like she not notice? Right? And it's also, guys, it's not, like, a diamond ring. It's, like, a... It To me, it looks like costume jewelry. Oh, so it's not, like... There's, like, it was done for... It was done to go viral. This looks like it was done to go, vi- to go viral. Yeah, I feel like I'd be comfortable putting that ring in the oven. Wouldn't be upset if it got ruined. And apparently she broiled it. <laughs> 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 Which, if that actually happened, is pretty funny. Oh, yeah, oh, there it God. is. I don't know how you wouldn't notice it being gone, though. Like, that's a gigantic ring to not, like, to be like, oh, I didn't notice I wasn't wearing it. Yeah, it's a big boy. Mm. Yeah, you'd notice. Because mm-hmm. I notice immediately when my ring is off, and it's not as big as that girl's. It's not a honking oh, one. Exactly. Exactly. But here's what I want to know from you guys this morning. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Where is the oddest place that your ring ended up? This woman's ended up on a baking pan full of Brussels sprouts that she then baked and broiled. Do you want to hear her? Is there swears in it? No, I had okay. it running in my ear. I didn't yeah. hear any. Yeah, perfect. Let's hear it. Yeah, yeah. Let me fire it up here. Oh my God, the internet. Things <laughs> <laughs> aren't working. I, oh, yeah, I you got it? Yeah. I'm in ring. Mom, is it, how do I get the brown off? Can you pull it off? I literally baked my freaking diamond the? ring. The bottom did go brown. Mom, oh my God. I baked my diamond ring. I'm not kidding. Yeah, it's real. No, it's real. No, oh my no, God. No, it's not a prank. It's not a, it's not a prank. I literally just found it in the oven. Oh my gosh. I don't know how I did that. Oh my god, it's brown. You need a ring card. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I don't know if I believe her. I know, I don't know if I do either. Yeah. I'd be a lot more shocked. Was that her mom in the background was like, you need a ring god. Yeah. It slipped off your finger. <laughs> oh my god. What's, what's a ring guard? <laughs> no idea. It's like That's a little, the best part. It's a little spiral piece that goes underneath your ring to uh, make it like smaller so it fits on your finger better. Oh, oh really? Okay. You like twist it and tighten it? Yeah, kind of like a little bit of a spring. Right? Uh, and oh. it just sits and it makes sure that it fits. It's make sure you got the ring guard, you the honey. Ring guard. <laughs> you need the ring guard. <laughs> that's pretty funny. All right. That's mom's the funniest part. Uh, 780-489-4669. Give us a shout. You can text us. We can see your texts at 56789. Where is the craziest place that your ring ended up? Mm-hmm. It sucks losing it. Mm-hmm. It absolutely sucks. Yeah, sometimes yeah. they just like fling off. Yeah. Right? I and had, then like it could be anywhere. I had mine fall into the garbage bin. I was mm. watching or washing the dogs and I didn't want to get all of their hairs and stuff stuck underneath my ring. Mm. So I took it off and put it on the counter and the cat knocked it off ah. into the garbage bin. Did oh, you see it happen? No. no, I heard it go thunk. And I'm like, what was that? Yeah. Because it was just me and the dog in the bathroom. So I'm like, what is that noise? Uh-huh. And then I looked and my ring was gone. So I had to oh. rifle through Hayden and just shaved his beard. So oh. there's like little hairs and stuff in the bottom oh. of there. It's like, oh, this is fun. But I'm glad I found it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm glad you found it too. Good thing it didn't go <laughs> loop right in the toilet. Oh my God. <laughs> I'd have probably gone in there. Elbow deep in. Yeah, elbows deep. <laughs> 
Did it end up in a strange spot? Like, did you lose it for a couple of days that it ended up in the weirdest place? Mm-hmm. This girly, she baked her wedding ring in a pan of Brussels sprouts, even put it on broil. Sometimes just you're not thinking and you take it off and put it somewhere, right? Yeah. For a split second and then you just forget about it. You forget about it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You're like, I would never put my ring there. How did it end up here? That's right. The strangest place your ring ended up. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. If you're just joining us, we're talking about this girlie on TikTok who she accidentally baked her diamond ring. She's got a huge diamond ring and apparently it fell off into a pan full of Brussels sprouts and then she baked it. Luckily, it wasn't ruined. She said the ring's back to normal after a good cleaning. Uh, but yeah, it uh, it fell in there. She Not only did she bake it, but she also broiled the pan of Brussels sprouts. In the TikTok, oh uh, the ring did go a little brown. On, it did, Like yeah. the, the actual ring part. Yeah. yeah, it did. Diamond, still tough notch. Oh, that's good. It's probably just the oil on the outside. Imagine if the diamond melted. She's oh. like, what the hell? That's a real diamond. <laughs> or the heat cracked it. Oh, oh that would be a real drag. Oh, damn. I'd be so mad. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, the husband's looking. He's like, oh my God. Yeah. Did it melt? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so we want to know from you guys, uh, where's the craziest place that your ring ended up? Yeah. You leave your jewels somewhere? Sure. Maybe you drop them somewhere? Yeah. I feel like uh, if you don't have like a designated spot for like a necklace, like that could end up somewhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure it could. Right? Because sometimes you just don't want to wear it anymore, right? Or it could just fall off. Yeah. Oh. Same thing with bracelets. Bracelets can just fall off. Necklace yep. technology needs to be advanced. Why is it so brittle? Why are they I, just I don't brittle? Know. I just, don't know. I, they just seem like they're so brittle. Yeah. If you like snag it on anything, it's just going to rip it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. sometimes like, because like this one that I wear, yeah. like that chain's really delicate. It's so, because, and you don't want a honking chain. No, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want a big, like, <laughs> I want like something that's like delicate and like small. So I, yeah, I don't want like a big. Swing set chain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. It's, it's how I save my diamonds. <laughs> but in the winter, like putting my coat on and off and I've got yeah. a scarf and like yeah like catch a zipper like you could just rip it even in my hair like sometimes it will catch in my hair and i'll go to like flick my hair back and i'm like yeah. oh crap i don't want to like uh-huh. lose that you yeah. know it's so brittle so yeah so sometimes yeah. you take it off and then you're like i don't remember where i put it never lost it on a baking pan though no imagine if i bake Haley uh a loaf of bread and there's my diamond <laughs> it's a diamond loaf she's like wow thank you mars thanks mars <laughs> you, you wouldn't be able to take it back it's hers now <laughs> um cheyenne how you doing today Good, yourself? Good, Hi, good. Good morning. Um, you accidentally misplaced your earrings, right? Yeah. So my boyfriend had bought me these earrings for our six-month anniversary, and I ended up, like, taking them off before I went to go have a shower, and I forgot about them. I just put them on, like, a piece of toilet paper because I was like, oh, I'll put them back in after I'm done. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they did not go back into my ears. Um, and then the bathroom got dirty and there was another piece of toilet paper on top. So I didn't see them. So they're out of sight, out of mind for an ADHD person. Yep. Grabbed it, crumpled it, threw it into the <gasps> toilet. Oh! The toilet. You flushed away. it? Oh, yep. no! Walked away. I came back. I looked over and I noticed that my ear cleaning stuff was still on the <gasps> counter. And I was like, why is that? No! Oh, gone forever. Oh, God. Yeah, he has not bought me another piece of jewelry since. And I'm <laughs> totally there. Oh, it's just a mistake. Were they studs? 
Uh, yeah, they're little stud earrings. They had, they were little hearts and they had a little diamond inside oh, of them. Cute. I know, I've got studs. And you're studs. like, no thanks, flush. Yeah, oh, I've, <laughs> I've got studs too and I, I actually, I cleaned uh, a number of my earrings the other day in like a salt, salt water solution and when I took mm-hmm. them out of the water, I put them, I folded them up in a paper towel and then I walked away from it and then when I came back, I was like, oh, paper towel all over the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> and then just before I was about to scoop it up. Yeah. In that in that movement of me scooping it, one of the studs went flying out, and I was like, "Oh, these are oh, my earrings!" Oh, damn! Yeah. So I get it. I mm. get it, Cheyenne. Oh, that's gone sucks. forever. Gone forever. <laughs> All yeah. right. Thanks for sharing yeah. that. Yeah. Thank you. Have a wonderful day, guys. Yeah, you too. Bye bye. And they're bye. so small. Like studs are so small. Mm-hmm. Like they just like yeah. Flush. He should buy her another pair of nope. earrings. Can't handle diamonds. You can't do like can't one handle and the done. jewels. You can't do a one and done. Can't handle the jewels. Oh. Too bad. Uh, another one here. Let's do uh, Jessica. How you doing? I'm good. You guys? Good. Hi, we're good. good. Uh, your uh, your hubby found a ring somewhere, right? Yeah. So my it was one of his uncles had lost. Um, it was a puzzle ring, a puzzle ring, or, or his or his wedding ring. I can't remember which. Um, at Christmas. Okay. Um, it was when they were all unwrapping presents and all this kind of stuff, and, uh, like, they searched the house, couldn't find it. Yeah. Um, they thought, you know, maybe he lost it back at home. He, you know, his aunt and uncle went back home to try and find it. No luck. And then on Christmas Day, my husband opens, like, he was about a teenager, he opens one of his presents from his aunt and uncle and finds this ring inside and is like, why did you guys give me a ring? Like, this isn't mine. Like, oh. why, what am I going to do with this diamond ring? And they're all like, oh, my God, that's Uncle Al's ring. It fell off. <laughs> no way. It fell off when they were wrapping the gift. Yeah, it came off his hand when he was wrapping gifts and fell into, my like, his nephew's present. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. That's what crazy. Find. He's lucky. He is lucky yeah. he found that. He yeah, very much so. Damn. A couple days later, they thought, like, well, it's gone for sure. Like, yeah. One for sure. Like when you're rapping too, like if tape catches it or something, like it probably, I don't wear rings, but can, can it like slide off pretty, pretty easily if you're rapping a whole bunch know. of gifts? No. Like, I guess, but I mean, mine are on tight. Like I have to work. <laughs> Prime <laughs> off my dead fingers. Yeah, they're on there. Good. <laughs> All right. Good. Thanks, Jessica. Thanks, Jess. Have a great day. You too. Take care. Bye. Bye. Yeah, he's lucky. This text here, 56789, says, Hey guys, um, this is sort of similar to what you're talking about, but my ex would always misplace all the expensive jewelry, including the wedding ring, watches, necklaces, not all jewelry, and even expensive sunglasses. Mm. So I did a test with her. I bought her fake stuff, cheap stuff that she wore while we went on vacation. She didn't lose a single piece (laughs) of the cheap stuff. It only comes down to all the expensive stuff getting lost. Yeah, yeah. Did she know that it was the cheap stuff? Yeah, I think they did a test. Oh. So the, I'm going to say because they did the test, uh-huh. she was hyper aware of the jewelry. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yeah, if she's aware. Right, yeah. if she's yeah. aware of it. Mm. So cheap. I'm bad with sunglasses. I lose my brand name yeah, sunglasses, but my cheap Amazon $10 ones, yeah. I have them forever. Isn't that the way? That's it's the way. It's ridiculous. I know. Yeah. That's the way. I got uh, there's a couple sweet Ray-Bans out there. Mm. <laughs> I don't know where they are, but I've yeah, lost a couple. They're gone. Maybe you left them on top of your like well, Why don't I leave the Amazon ones on the truck <laughs> or wherever? Yeah, you're right, the cheapy <laughs> yeah, Amazons. Yeah. yeah, those always disappear. <laughs> um, Tara, how you doing? Good. 
good. How are you guys? Good, good. Uh, you misplaced your wedding ring at a interesting spot, right? <laughs> um, well, I shouldn't be laughing. It was my grandmother's funeral. Oh, oh, my God. God. oh no. Oh, oh, did no. it fall in the yeah, hole? So I shouldn't be laughing. It was years ago, but... I went to the washroom before we sat down for the funeral. Yeah. And then during the funeral, I was, you know, you're kind of bored. Um, I was playing with my fingers and I realized that my ring was gone. (gasps) So I look at my mom and I'm like, oh, my God, where's my ring? Well, the only place that I'd really been was the bathroom. Yeah. So in the middle of the funeral, I get up, go to the bathroom and I'm searching, like, behind the toilet, in the toilet, in the tank. Like, I'm, like, looking everywhere. Yeah. And guess where I found it? Oh, I you had to dig through the garbage can because I'd washed my hands. And when I used the paper towel there, oh, it flew off. It slid off in the paper towel as you crumpled it up. Yeah. Oh, so man, you are lucky. You are so lucky you found that. Oh, I know. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. I thought you were going to say, like, you put flowers down on a casket and it fell in and the hole. And it fell in, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, wait, wait a couple months. Maybe I'll have another story. Yeah, then. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Thanks, Tara. Well, thanks, Tara. <laughs> You're welcome. Bye bye. Bye bye. That damn paper towel and stuff. Hey? Mm. Oh, yeah. It's really getting in the way. It gets mm. you all the time. That's why you got to use the Dyson blower. Yeah, it'll blow the ring right off your <laughs> yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah, probably. Do you imagine you place like, you, you, like your grandma's favorite Bible on her chest, oh, and your ring slides off is. and slides under her in the casket, you and then you're reach. rummaging around. It looks oh, like you're stealing oh, grandma's oh, jewelry. God, like, yeah, no, I'm just trying to get mine back, and maybe grab that brooch while I'm in here. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Take a couple of these. <laughs> she won't oh, need this. God. Um, anonymous, how are you doing today? Good morning, guys. Hey. Hi. Um, so, uh, what happened with your jewelry? My wonderful husband bought me, so I had always just put on, like, these fake little anklets, love them, whatever. They tarnish. I throw them away at the end of the summer. Sure. And he got me this beautiful gold diamond. It was gorgeous. It's oh. this dainty, beautiful little thing, and I was so excited. I'm like, I'm afraid to wear it. What if I lose it? Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of just been there. kept it. I took it in to be sized. I picked up my anklet. And I picked up the portion that they had taken off. I made it home with the portion that was taken off, and that was it. <gasps> I never got to wear it. It's gone. It- so they gave you the wrong piece back? No. I picked up both little baggies of my jewelry. And in the midst of Aaron's, yeah. me going home, whatever happened, I came home with the links that they had taken out and not the piece of jewelry, and it is gone oh, oh no. no now anonymous you, was, you can be honest with us did you head to the pawn shop no she did not no no <laughs> i was devastated my husband got home he's like what's wrong i'm crying he's like it's okay i'm like it's not okay i didn't oh, even get to wear it that sucks did you think you dropped it i think i did i think i dropped it in the parking lot maybe or but i don't if, I out of two no bags yeah. why did that one have but to go but of course you dropped the piece and not the links like oh of course yeah and i never i never even got to wear it for one second oh, oh. i'm sure it would have looked amazing <laughs> <laughs> did he replace it for you did he get you another one no, you know what? It was actually fairly recently. It was just like about a month ago. So oh. I think we're still. Um, <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's still fresh. The Downtown wound is still Davey. fresh. Oh no! It <laughs> is. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, anonymous. Thanks, anonymous. Thanks, Chris. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
Oh, that's yeah, out of the two bags. That's the one that has to go. That's like you though. You lost your Ray Bans. You had your Amazon yeah. ten dollar ones and your Ray Bans. I have piles of Amazon ones. <laughs> yeah, they're all garbage. Yeah, and then Ray-Bans. and I don't lose Ray-Bans. any of those. Boom! I've lost two Ray Bans now. Yeah. Oh, buddy. Mm-hmm. Two. Yeah, I lost the ones you got me, and I lost yeah. the ones I bought myself. <laughs> Expensive mistakes crash. I know. Oh. This is why I can't buy expensive sunglasses. <laughs> but you got the ten dollars. Yeah. I lost Amazon both Ray Ban sunglasses. <laughs> oh, that's funny. The worst. Uh, yeah, uh, Maisha, how you doing? Hey, I'm good. How's everyone? Good, good. Uh, your ring ended up in a weird spot, eh? Yeah, actually, a gross spot, not oh. weird. Gross. Uh, oh, oh no. Yeah. Okay. So um, every time I clean, I take my wedding rings off. Yeah. Um, and I was cleaning out my kitchen when I was heavily pregnant. That's going to matter soon because smells really bother pregnant women. Okay. Okay. Um, so I took my ring off because I was cleaning my kitchen. And a couple of hours later, I was like, oh my gosh, like I totally forgot to put this back on. And I was looking all over my kitchen and I couldn't find it. So suddenly I remember where I put my ring and I put it on something that I threw out. Oh, no. Yeah. So I had to dig through my garbage bag while heavily pregnant, digging the whole time. I bet. And I found it at the very bottom. Of course it's at the bottom. It could just be sitting there right nicely on the top, right? Yeah, exactly right. It couldn't have been convenient. Because you obviously, yeah. yeah, it just made its way through the garbage and I right would've, to the bottom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even like not pregnant, I would be gagging the whole time. I, uh, garbage, oh my God. It's, I agree. It's disgusting. It's I can't so, feel, yeah. Did you put your hands in there and just kind of mulch around or were you picking it out like one item, like item by item? I was doing item by item. Yeah. Oh, well, you want to find your ring. It's yeah, so small. You can't just fish around. Phone. Sorry? I said you can't just fish around in there. No, you really can't. You have to be extremely, like, um, cautious, and you have to make sure you have, like, a really good eye when you're doing it because it's a tiny little ring. Like, yeah. On, you know? on the other hand, though, it's a good thing you didn't lose it in a diaper, genie. I know, right? <laughs> that I was, would be I disgusting. was lucky. <laughs> I was really lucky. I remembered my ring when I did because it was actually garbage day and I was going to take my garbage oh. out that night. Oh, yeah. man. Lucky. Whew. Yeah. Right. All right. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for sharing that, Marie- Maisha. Thanks, Maisha. Yeah, no problem. Have a good day, guys. You too. Take care. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Mm, digging through the garbage. That's what Haley had to do. Mm. <laughs> it's gross. Did you uh, gag Nasty. the whole time? No. Luckily, it was all dry stuff in there, so it. Oh, no, that's good. It was okay. There was no like sticky patches or you know Ugh. gum or anything in there. It's it just was, the smell. It was just the beard hair and some like, yeah. up tissues. Like for ours, uh, it would be like cat food. Yeah, because like, uh, there's a, the there's, dishes that uh, they didn't finish. <laughs> there's a big, dump. big difference between kitchen garbage and bathroom garbage. Yeah. Oh yeah. Big kitchen difference. garbage is gross. Kitchen yeah. garbage. It's gross. Kitchen garbage has leftover soup that you just dumped into the bag. Yes. Oh, right. it's so gross. Liquids, oh. rotting things. Yeah. You're like, what's this Tupperware container in the garbage? Oh, <laughs> God. Because it gets cleaned out so much. Yeah. The yeah. bathroom garbage maybe once a week. Yeah. 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 You're right. Just nasty. <laughs> You're right. All right, guys. On that note, look at that. It's almost 10 o'clock here. We got to get out of here. Enjoy um, the day. The app is still not working. Uh, everybody's still working on it. Yeah. But keep texting the radio station at 56789 because we can see your text messages. Just the app isn't uh, with the message board there isn't up and running. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just have to trust that we're telling you that the texts are coming through. Or yeah. Right. They're coming oh, yeah. through. I've been watching them. So what if they never come back? We're going to make up stories. Mark this day down. January <laughs> oh, 30th. Back. The day the app died. It's coming back. <laughs> oh, they better come back.
back. It's coming back. <laughs> uh, so just give it some time, but continue to text at 56789. We are out of here. You guys have yourselves a great rest of your day, and we will see you tomorrow. Want to join the show live? live? Catch them weekday mornings, 6 to 10 on 1023 Now Radio. 1023 Now Radio.